The fog may be showing no sign of clearing here at top field, but underneath it are two sides looking to play football the right way and take all three points from tonight's Southern League encounter. It's Hitchin Town against last year's playoff finalist Colville, and we've got live exclu and exclusive commentary right here on HDFC Radio. My name is Freddie Cardi. I'm your host tonight, as always, and as always, I'm joined once again by Marek Elionich. How are you, Marek? Uh, I'm not too bad, actually. Bit rough, <laughs> bit rough after the weekend, but uh, got together and had a good old celebration with the family, and that that was uh, absolutely wonderful to to finally meet up with those again after a few years. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm banging up for this one. The fog hasn't bothered me at all. Fantastic. And, uh, and as a as a Hitchin fan, dare I say, a lot to celebrate after Saturday, especially. Oh, what a game on Saturday! If we can produce that kind of form and turn Colville over here, I'll be very happy. Yeah, we shall see. Well, Mark Burke uh, labelled in his bulletin notes, in my summer, Colville were my choice to win the league. He might not right. quite have expected Tamworth, of course, to be doing as well as they are. But interesting, he said that, of course, they were last season's uh, losing playoff finalists. They did have an excellent year. and they, They're always a tough team to play against. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And they've got a few games in hand as well because they've had a bit of cup run as well. But uh, you know what cup runs can do for a team mm. when they visit a top field recently? Yeah, well, we saw it at Alv Church and Adam Stevens. I listened to his post-match interview of the Colville media team after their draw against Stratford and he said that he felt they were rather brought back to reality uh, after their trip to Charlton Athletic that proved uh, to be fruitless in the end of course yeah. a mammoth task yeah. all church managed to do it uh, beating Cheltenham of course gone, round to, gone through to the next round uh, in the uh, first round of the FA Cup uh, Colville beaten uh, in South East London by Charlton Athletic and it, it was interesting to hear Adam Stevens say he felt at um, Alves Church even though of course he wasn't here yeah. um, they'd probably experienced something similar to what Colville were going through in their one all draw against Stratford it just took them a, a little while to come back down yeah just to just sort of get back in the flow but I mean all due respect to um, to Alves Church I think uh, Charlton and Athletic are a tougher, tougher nut to crack than Chelmsford. Uh, yeah, um, Cheltenham, sorry. Cheltenham, sorry. Chelmsford in action tonight, actually, against Barnet in the replay. Oh uh, very little football on tonight, apart from the other two Southern League games, Barwell against St Ives uh, and Kings Langley against Russell Olympic. Let's talk about that uh, win for Hitchin then. Steve yeah. Cawley uh, scoring in just the 50th second. We've seen a couple of early goals uh, with the under-18s this season, but nothing mm. earlier than that in a long time for the first team. No, it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? And uh, listen, Cawley had an excellent game, of course, winning uh, HGFC's man of the match and also uh, winning the um, the the sponsors man of the match as well one one carries a bottle of wine and one carries a pat on the back yeah and a tweet uh, <laughs> and a tweet <laughs> yeah but I mean what a game he had a, he had a superb game it's so nice to see him back to fitness and back and back playing well uh, Lewis Barker of course picked up a yellow oh, card damn. early gave away the free kick we've yep. had a look at the highlights a couple of times could have seen red with a second yellow for giving away that free kick yep. um stayed on the pitch of course was eventually sent off for a second yellow that didn't look as much of a yellow no um but maybe you add them together and he was right to go and if you've heard uh, our interview with mark back after he wasn't a happy man no he wasn't happy and, and rightfully so do you know what i mean he's, he's you, you, you can't do that really at the end of the day and, and you say he's been sent off for a for a menial little uh, little challenge but um, you know the referee's just had enough of him he's had his fill of him do you know what i mean yeah. and, and he said well you know you, you keep on doing it mate you can you can get off the pitch uh, but again you see this is why i question why are you playing a guy like that in, in a central defensive role you know it's 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 a red card waiting to happen yeah second red card for him i've just sorry just been doing some networking damon lafrope's in the house he's going to be joining us at half time the current watford woman manager so excellent he can't walk past here 
uh, and, and get away with it. So we look forward to uh, speaking to him. Of course, a man who had a pivotal role and still does uh, in Hitchens Academy, helping to produce players like Kai Till yeah, yeah. Uh, and Stan Georgiou, who have come through. The team news for Hitchin then. Uh, it, firstly, uh, before we go into the actual starting 11, Kieran Jones returned to his parent club, uh, Brackley Town, after what we've got to say has been a yeah. very successful month-long loan deal. Well, he's a superb centre-half, isn't he? And um, well, he's going to be missed, you know what I mean? As, as, as he was missed when he when he actually left Hitchin at the beginning of the season to go over there. But uh, you never know. I mean, the, the, I think the, the loan was terminated early, if I'm not mistaken. No, um, it's after a month. It's just flown it? by. <laughs> Blimey, well, that has flown by. But, uh, you know, um, hey, who knows? We might, even, we might even get another little squeak out of him as well. Yeah, you never know. And um, we hear Brackley actually wanted it to be terminated early. They okay. wanted him back. Um, I think they know just how good a player uh, that he is of course yeah uh, and yeah good to good to see him picked up by them of course we want him to stay with Hitchin but he deserves his opportunity at step two we know yeah. he, he's a better player than this level we saw that last season yeah 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 no he's, he was superb he, he literally cleaned up all the awards mm. didn't he uh, last season and uh, was definitely a manager's player player's player all the ones that you want to get mm. um, he literally had a field day and it's, it's no wonder he's, he's been picked up but uh, thanks very much for Brackley for sort of lending him back to us he certainly uh, he certainly helped out and, and got us sort of a little bit more secure mm. at the back I'd say absolutely and, and one thing you can't doubt you know he knows he was only going to be in here for a, a month long loan deal um, played seven games in all competitions picking mm. up three wins in the process yeah. so you can't under understate that impact at all but his commitment to the cause has been outstanding you know the amount mm. of times I think one at Nuneaton where he was injured he was screaming at the ref to let him back on you know yeah, it yeah. was incredible to see shows how, how much of a connection he's still got with this club coming back in yeah and I mean Kieran just wants to play you know he don't want to be standing on the sideline even if he has had a little kick you know what I mean he wants to get back on there and get stuck in again and and, and you know he's a great great team player and uh, Brackley have got himself a, a, a superstar there got one of our other superstars yes. as well that's <laughs> been banging them in haven't they yeah they do Callum Stairs scoring goals for them uh, still so he's returned to, uh, to them and we wish him all the best here in Joe's Lewis Barker uh, so we <laughs> sent off uh, <laughs> against Old Church on Saturday but as the Southern League goes that won't yeah. um, the suspension set to be two games of course second red of the season that won't take effect uh, until uh, Saturday's game against Royston Town will also miss Rushton and Diamonds a week today so he drops uh, back into the defence. The only other change as well from the side that beat Old Church two days ago uh, is Bradley Bell uh, uh, moving into the attack with Kai Teal uh, dropping in at right wing back. Uh, Steve Corley as well drops to the bench and replaced by uh, Stephen Gleeson who uh, will uh, start in the midfield. So uh, interesting to see Corley given a rest. Um, man mm. of the match for both of us. I had a chat yeah. with Adam Parker as well. And he felt it was one of Rio de Silva's best games again in a, a Hitchin shirt. He and said he would. Uh, that was Parks's man of the match actually. So yeah. good to see that vote of confidence, of course, from the uh, coaching staff. Um, but I think you know we know at this stage of Steve Corley, one of the older players in the side, he is going to get rested. He's going to yeah. you know be used not sparingly, but we're going to look after him. Yeah, now you have you got you like I say, don't wrap him up in cotton wool or anything like that you know but uh, you you have got to take into account the injuries that he's been through and the fact that he done I mean that's why he got my man and that's because he done a 90 really but um, mm. almost did a 90 um, <coughs> you know he's been excellent um, one thing I did want to pick up on Louis LB's um, red cards here Freddie I'm sorry to go back to that <laughs> but um, if he gets a red card today is that a hat trick before, uh, before the first one's actually been applied 
I'm trying to think. Well, well, he he's had one already and served his oh, served yes. his ban, hasn't okay. he? But yeah, I wonder <laughs> how many he could could get away with. Um, but yeah, look, Mark Burke frustrated, and we it feels like we've been here before. You know, it was Stephen Gleeson last season, and I think yeah, yeah. I think what frustrated Mark Burke the most was how he didn't adapt his game and think I'm on a mm. yellow. I've got to be careful. Look, it was a soft second yellow, but it was, yeah. he was putting the tackles in ever since he got that first yellow card, which he yeah. he probably did That's uh, what he does. deserve. So. You know, but some players, I guess, they're not going to change their style of yeah, play. They're going to yeah. give their all for the team. So, yeah. what can you do as Mike Burke? <laughs> what can you do? Move him into the midfield. Yeah, I think so. He's going to have to stay in defence uh, tonight, of course, with Jones yeah, yeah. moving on. Your full teams then. Charlie Horlock starts in goal. Uh, Till uh, right wing back. Rio de Silva left wing back. Uh, the back three, uh, of we expect, uh, is going to be Lewis Barker uh, alongside Stan Georgiou and Toby Symes. He moves from midfield uh, back into centre-back. I know he's been really enjoying himself, though, in the CDM role. He came it's off. I had a chat with him after Saturday. He just goes, oh, yeah, another 90 minutes at CDM. He's loving it. I've never known yeah. anyone that excited to play in central defensive midfield. But fair play <laughs> to Toby Simon. He's done a good job there. Yeah, uh, in the midfield position. Yeah, it? absolutely. Stephen Gleeson will come in and do that role, a role he's played his whole career, uh, even on the international stage. He's got Diogo Gouveia to his left. Um, and Jack Sneelis to his right, uh, with Ashley Hay and Bradley Bell leading the line. Now, I just want to go back and edit that, to be fair, yeah. um, because I think you'd be more likely to see someone like Bradley Bell more in a midfield role, maybe push Sneelis further forward or Gouveia further forward, potentially. Well, listen, I think, uh, I mean, Brad Bell's actually really been excellent at, at right wing back, you know what I mean? And mm. why why he's been moved again, uh, I mean, is, is beyond me. But uh, he's wearing a number 10 shirt today, like you said. I'd be very surprised if he plays a number 10 role, though, to be honest with you, because, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I, I prefer him as a, as a wing back, to yeah. be honest. And I think the criticism we've, we've given for him has been when he's been playing elsewhere in a midfield role, in a more yeah. attacking role. We've been all very, very pleasantly surprised by how he has done uh, at wing back. Look, there's also potential that Kai Teal... Yeah. does play in that midfield role and we keep Bell at wing back as well of course Mike Burke with his numbers uh, we never know right. um, a couple of shout outs so Kieran Jones there we go there we were we just go. talking about his commitment a moment ago he's tuning into HCFC Radio tonight he said come on the boys that says it all uh, Kieran <laughs> we wish you all the best I'm sure we'll see you down here at top field uh, again soon we've got Joseph McCormack celebrating my 21st tomorrow happy birthday in advance Joe he ain't 21 uh, is he <laughs> no better way to start than tuning in to you guys see you next week yeah absolutely, absolutely. Uh, this time next week we'll have Joe uh, to our left one of us will be shouting more than the other and <laughs> we are looking forward to that I had a chat with uh, Jack Sneelis the other day as well of course a former Rashton man he said he's very looking for much looking forward to playing against the Diamonds and, and seeing Joe again his, his former commentator he's changed allegiances uh, on that front uh, we'll why not? run through the Colville team after I do the Hitchin subs Steve Cooley Malachi Black Josh Cody Stevens Callum Kane uh, and Delson Ackle make the bench for Colville then uh, I had a look at their team against Charles and athletic it's pretty much unchanged from that side apart from uh, Joe Doyle Charles he misses out he's not in the uh, squad uh, but apart from that it is the strongest possible side they can put out by the looks of it Paul White starts in goal two Alex Dean three Elliot Putman uh, four Jake Eggleton uh, five Chris Robertson the captain on the night six Andy Fanage uh, it might well be Fanoy. We were trying to work it out, but I'm going to go with that. Some Colville fans can co correct me in the comments, I'm sure. Absolutely. Seven, Luke Shaw. Uh, eight, George Wilson. Nine, Tim Berridge. Ten, Ashley Chambers. And 11, Thomas McGlinchey. Uh, the subs are Billy Key, Jake Laban, uh, Tendai uh, Chitiza. 
Connor Smith and Hervé Pepe and Goma he came on for his second debut uh, against Barwell on Saturday um, Colville uh, another team you know where the back of the net is of course they've been racking up the goals in their FA Cup run Ashley Chambers though Marek to start he's in the number 10 shirt seven goals in the league uh, and seven in the FA Cup but we had that with Danny Waldron of course of Tamworth and we were able to keep him rather quiet on Saturday listen we put Waldron in the cauldron mate he got <laughs> roasted he didn't have a chance and, and hopefully we can do the same for this fella as well uh, nice to see they've managed to persuade Luke Shaw to come over from United um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah I, that's knew, I knew that was coming <laughs> I do like to have a little nibble yeah. but um, yeah no I mean we've got to keep that boy quiet haven't we Chambers because uh, he's, he's their danger man he's going to be the man that's going to be putting the ball in the back of the net you'd have thought yeah that's exactly what he's done in their FA Cup run scored in the first qualifying round replay the third qualifying round uh, and the fourth qualifying round uh, as well and the first round proper wow. uh, so he's been finding the back of the net uh, in their FA Cup run the two sides are out on the pitch it is still a very very foggy evening uh, something of course there were a few worries around about but it looks like we're going to be okay yeah no you can uh, you can definitely see the other side of the pitch which is always a, a good sign um, and you know yeah I mean I like their kit actually it's a bit Newcastle isn't it? it's lucky Bob, Bob ain't here he might have had a trip back yeah it's that white and black they knocked out Notts County of course in the fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup and it's pretty much a very similar kit to that that's the highlight yeah. of their season so far earning them that trip to Charlton Athletic just over two weeks ago they brought 1,670 away fans down there Charlton uh, going 2-0 up in the first half Colville though created some decent chances and Ashley Chambers pulled a goal back just mm. after half time but Charlton sealed their place in the second round with uh, two late goals a memorable day out but uh, as their manager said uh, they have to come back down to life today yeah no they, they have and uh, like I say we don't mind man bring, bring them on you know mm. these FA Cup guys I mean we, we had one here on, on Saturday and mm. uh, I'm very surprised to see how much we did raise our game and um, and hopefully we're going to do this I think mm. we really need to do the same crack out the stalls really quick um, and, and get an early goal and, and then just sort of wait for our opportunity and hopefully sort of nick another one goals galore do you reckon or is it going to be a little tighter than Saturday you know what I've, with this weather and stuff there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of juice on the pitch so y it could be it could be a messy one today um, but yeah I think I think we're definitely going to be seeing four plus goals four plus well there we go just looking at the team uh, already as they were lining up it's going to be Toby Syme starting in the middle of defence as he did earlier on this season Stan Georgiou to the left of him uh, Lewis Barker to the right Kai Teal will indeed start at right wing back with Diogo Gouvet on the opposite flank Sneelis will tuck into midfield uh, all no looking at it now it Teal's come across into the midfield I mean either of them can play out wide but for me it would be Bradley Bell you keep him there surely yeah I would definitely and uh, it looks like he is wandering over there as you can see he's got the number 10 shirt on but he's literally wandering over there I, I thought it would be quite a weird thing to do yeah. stick him in a number 10 role there mm. but um, as it happens uh, yeah he's, he's gone over to a position where we're very comfortable to see him in and Rio de Silva as well over on this uh, over on this left hand side as well he's, he's been superb recently in 
that role. We're all set to go underway. George Wilson will kick us off. Colville kicking from left to right towards the Fish Ponds Road end in their uh, white and black stripes, hitching in their usual yellow and green. I've had confirmation it is pronounced Fanodge. Uh, thank you to uh, CTFC Season Ticket on Twitter. So I was right the first time. That's good to hear. Good uh, 40 of you already tuning in. Make sure to drop us a message. You can tweet me at Cardi Freddy or at Hitchintown FC uh, or send us a message in the chat feature uh, on our website. Kieran Joseph said Berkey and his numbers. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right for you guys in the dressing room. But for us on the mic trying to work it out, it, it can be difficult. Um, Here we it go. is going to be Bradley Bell starting at wing back. Teal tucks into the middle uh, and it will be Hay and Gouveia up front so Marek Gouvea is in an even more attacking role that could cause a bit of carnage yeah oh, definitely I mean he's definitely the man at the moment at the moment <laughs> there you go too many moments there but uh, he's our Ashley Chambers if you like so he's going to be the man mm. that's going to make stuff happen hopefully Sneelis moving forward and it's not going to be the numbers that are a problem today it could be that fog in terms of picking out who the players are over there but we all do our best Seems like a lot of the fog oh is down on that far side as Georgie was to move the ball forward. Not as chilly as we maybe anticipated tonight, which is certainly a good thing. I've, I've got one of those Moncur thick jackets yeah. on, so you don't feel nothing in here. <laughs> Throwing out for Colville, they've got red numbers on the back of their shirts, black shorts, nice red kit. socks. Yes, their home strip as this ball's flicked on. Looking for uh, Tim Berridge on the right-hand side. Georgiou again is the man to Excellent. mop it up. Ball flicked through by Diogo Gouveia. Hay will now run onto it. Keeper almost called into action, but instead the captain, uh, Chris Robertson, the Scotsman, steps across and, and deals with it. Now goes long over the top. It was nearly an early opportunity, but well marshalled by Toby Syme. Like Kieran Jones is someone who's very calm in defence and a really reassuring president. President, sorry, yeah. <laughs> not president. Rub that out. Oh, and then Georgie clearing out. it. Oh wait, just bounces <laughs> down in front of us. Come on, Stan. Only played one minute twenty-five at this point. Of course, on Saturday, Hitchin had an early lead. Marek, how times change. Yeah, well, Steve Corley ain't on the pitch, is he? So uh, <laughs> there goes that one. He's the he's the sprightly one. Mm. Yeah, Corley putting the Canaries in front after just 50 seconds against Alv Church and equalised midway through the first half. And then Corley, you're right in saying he, he did leave the ball from that cross in from Ashley Hay uh, with Gouveia turning and finishing to score what eventually became uh, the winner. But yeah, that Gouveia cross to set up Corley early on was delightful on his Wasn't left foot. I'm not I think he is left-footed, but he, it's hard to tell. Swallop goes up and over the top. Hay gets that jump out and the ball hits him on the second time of asking via the head of a, a Colville man. Here's Till. First start in a long time for him in the middle of midfield and Al Gouveia can try and move and forward. Again. He gets past his man into the box. Diogo Gouveia cuts back in onto his right, oh. goes across to Sneelis, just evades him. Oh. Just took a little bit too long and now Colville will try and break forward in the thick fog. Down the left-hand side, he stays on side. Horlock comes out and deposits that ball up into the car park. We almost lost sight of it, really, yeah. as it went up into the night sky, and it's behind for a throw-in. So already early inroads for, for the Canaries. Yeah, I wish Gouveia would have, would have shot, but of course, you know, he's um, he, he wanted to switch it onto his right, funnily enough. We've got 53 of you tuning in, so thank you all uh, for listening in. I'm sure we've got plenty of Colville fans up in Leicestershire and elsewhere who are... Uh, listening in and CJ's listening in as well Kieran yes love that here's uh, Charlie Horlock then it's two other games in the Southern League uh, going on tonight Barwell in 18th taking 11th place St Ives and Kings Langley who are in that final relegation spot uh, take on Russell Olympic who are 8th 
Hitchin coming into this game, 13th in the table on 19 points. So they're four above the relegation zone, seven off the playoffs. Colville, uh, they are uh, seventh. Just three points of the playoffs with an excellent goal difference. They can move into the playoff spots with a win here at top field. That will absolutely uh, be their aim. They'll take fifth spot from Mikolova's hands and move into the playoffs if they win here uh, tonight. No matter what the score is between Rational Olympic and struggling Kings Langley. Here's Stephen Gleeson putting this ball out past Bradley Bell. And yeah, that is prime example of Berkey and his numbers because Bell's playing out wide, he's got the number 10 shirt and <laughs> Teal's playing in midfield, he's got the number 2. Must be something to do with sizes. Yeah, <laughs> but can fit in this? Our little budget, yeah. <laughs> Ball cleared away now by Syme. And now Hay can try and run forward but the ball's headed away by a Colville man. Teal gets down to it, ball bounces down into the ground. Comes to Wilson in the midfield, it goes wide to... Dean and Colville just settle in the ball before chipping this one through and Georgie's been called into action a lot early on heads up and over the top and trying to shepherd this ball behind for a throw in he can't do so he's doubled up on McGlinchey back into the midfield Sneeler steps in well that ankle Oops. tape around his feet and the ball cleared just on top of the stand we're sitting under and out for a Colville throw in yeah now excellent excellent work from Hitchin there just uh Looking after the defensive duties very well as Colville tried to sort of mount an attack. We're going to need the first new ball of the afternoon, evening, sorry. Five minutes gone and we are goalless between Colville and Hitchin. Who did, Colville did the double over the Canaries last season. They went 2-0 at top field. Excellent goals from Luke Shaw and Tim Berridge. Just three mm. minutes apart. Hitchin Marrick were then thumped 6-1 by Needham Market yeah. in the next game. I remember it. was it. not a great time to be a Canaries fan at that point seems, things seem to be on the up though at the moment they've lost just one of their last five in all competitions but still in, in need of a little bit of an upturn in fortunes in league form but Church certainly uh, laid the groundwork for that. Yeah it certainly helped and, and just, just that man Guvea coming back to form now you know is yeah. just like it lifting the whole team He's a delight to watch, he really is him and De Silva, they're two magic men at the moment you, you, you feel as you get your money's worth to come and watch Hitch and, and I'm sure it's been very much the same with the Ravens this season but sure you know you're going to get a good afternoon or evening's entertainment and Mark Burke started to make sure of that it's been a little bit of a change maybe in his philosophy Mr Silva tries to chip one over the top no one there apart from a Colville man who heads it down into the feet of Alex Dean trying to turn away from Gouveia and Slip the ball up the line. He's Jack. given it almost straight to Jack Sneelis, but the Colville man nips across. Teal gets back in there, and Colville moves the ball wide well. Uh, they can exploit space down the flanks of Hitchens. Wing-backs trying to move forward, and they do so just now down the left. Ball slipped into the middle. A bit of time for the danger man Chambers to get away from George. He goes down in the box. Now short goal. Colville take the lead. Tim Berridge sends the travelling fans wild. It was all too easy. They broke down the left-hand side, found the ball into the middle. Georgie just gave Chambers a bit too much space. He managed to set up Berridge, who fired home, and Colville have the lead. Yeah, I mean, it was four on three, wasn't it? A lot of, uh, a lot of players from the deep midfield had gone forward to join the hitching attack uh, and just couldn't get back in time as Colville broke. They broke really fast, really quickly, very decisive passing. Like you say, uh, fell at the feet of Ashley Chambers, who couldn't quite see the, the goal from where he was standing. Little nip to Timothy, uh, Timothy Berridge and bang, 1-0 Colville. Eight for the season for the talented striker Tim Berridge. A lot of the work there, though, done by that run down the left-hand side. And Berridge, who was two goals off securing the golden boot last year, 
And he scored in both games, Marek, against Hitchin last season. He's done it for the third time in a row. Fair play to him. Just too easy down the left, of course. We've got two wing-backs who are very much more attacking-minded than defensively. And, of course, yeah. you can be caught out that way, as Hitchin were. But I felt Georgie maybe just wasn't tight enough to Chambers as well in the box to cut out that ball. No, for sure. But, you know, taking nothing away from Colville, that was a lethal fast break and, uh, and it was very accurately done. So Colville taking the lead in seven minutes. You've got to make sure you get to top field at t on time at the moment. Plenty of early action as this ball comes over the top from the goalkeeper. So Hitchin full behind after their rapid start that they made in Saturday's win over Church. They've now got work to do on the other end of it. And Georgie now has the throw-in, of course, on the left side of defence. Everyone... Back there, in the in the back three are right-footers. Here is Georgiou over the top looking for Hay. Can't quite get his big jump away, but ball's just nodded back to Georgiou. Again goes over the top. Hay this time flicks the ball on, looking for Sneelis. Well backs into his man. The referee says foul. Ta. And Hay will just spot the ball down for a free kick. Colville uh, dutifully do get on with it. Play the ball along the floor wide again. They can try and drive through down the uh, left-hand side with Elliot Putman. All of his experience and end up playing back towards the midfield with uh, Andy Fanage coming down the left again. Bradley Bell really being targeted here mm. and now Putman still gets the ball in, oh beats dear. everyone, comes to De Silva in Hitchin Colours just in the box. He's able to clear away all too easy at the moment for Colville to try and break forward. You see, you've got Brad Bell, and then next to him, you've got Lewis Barker, which is like, you know, I know Brad's having a better one, but Lewis uh, is, is, uh, he's got skinned again there, and mm. he got skinned for the goal as well. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're obviously targeting that, uh, that right-hand side. Mm. Yeah, potentially now on second thoughts, you could, you could have Kai Teal in there, maybe someone, you know, a bit of a more combative player to try and cut out that, but Mark Burke will be watching the left-hand side rather nervously. They come down the right now, it's... Cut out really nicely by Georgiou and then De Silva with his nice tricky move. feet. Finds his partner in crime, Gouveia, taking it over the halfway line. Slipping the ball into Hay. Looks up and is just dispossessed by Putman. The ball back at the feet of uh, Paul White. But nice feet there from De Silva once again. Yeah, it was an excellent move from De Silva. And uh, part of, like I say, the two silky-footed people, <laughs> footed people uh, combining very well there. And uh, unlucky that Hay just couldn't get on the end of it. Syme now goes back to Horlock. Nothing he could have done about that. Early goal, it is 1-0 to Colville now, and then Hayes flanked offside as Hitchin try and go long. So we always felt it was going to be a tougher occasion tonight, and mm. Hitchin have got work to do now, trailing by a goal to nil against a, an excellent side. Colville moving into the playoffs then, uh, as things stand. As we wait for the goal kick, the free kick, sorry, after that offside, which goes long, wide now into... Uh, Alex Dean plays the ball back into the middle. A lot more experience, really, in this Colville side. When you compare the two teams, the ball goes back in now to uh, Eggleton, looking for that ball up and over the top, and he mm, finds it. The lineman keeps his flag down, and McGlinchey, now uh, with 10 goals this season in all competitions, goes back into it. Dean, crosses the ball in, taken down again. There's space and time on the ball. Back to the edge of the box, shot comes in. Good save by Horlock. Yeah, it was a weak shot, to be honest. Yeah, McGlinchey trying to bend it in on his left foot, but mm. Hitchin just looking a little open at the moment, and I wonder maybe the loss of Kieran Jones. I hate to say it because he's listening in, but that seems to have had a bit of an impact. It's been yeah. a settled side. He started every game 
Yeah, and like I say, what he what he does bring to the field. Like I say, I'm not going to put too much butter on there for him, but mm. uh, yeah, he's, he's a, an excellent centre half, and he, you're going to miss a player like that definitely. Yeah. Of course, Jack Morrell still out injured, and we forget the impact he had coming in was absolutely outstanding on his on his debut. Of course, scoring that wonder goal, chipped in with a well, he scored another two goal, crackers, didn't he? Yeah, and you just wonder how long he's going to be out for and how much of an impact that could have long time. I think. Hitchin may well be looking around in the transfer market in terms of that centre-back role now with, with Kieran going back to Brackley. Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? And Berkey, you know, as a defender himself, he's, he, he must mm. be aware of it and, uh, and I'm sure he's doing his best to, to rectify it. Giorgio across to Barker. And Gleeson in front of him. He just plays the ball straight back to Barker. He's just lost his footing. Mm. You're watching him like a hawk, aren't you? Yeah, I am, actually, to be fair. I'm watching him like a nervous supporter because, uh, <laughs> you know, I know he's out there because he's going to do his best. But uh, if, you're, if you're out of position, you're out of position. Chipped over the top now, Syme. man who does not really have a bad game at all. Plays one over and again Colville win it back there on the hunt for a, a second goal here at top field. Ball in now again and more defending to do. Stephen Gleeson struggling to get there. Hitchin eventually just try and smash the ball out for a throw in, which they do. It's all been... A bit nervy this start. Bob Robinson's tuning in says, I blame the fog. Come on, you Canaries. <laughs> As, have we told him that it looks like Newcastle we're playing? I'm sure. <laughs> He'd have been down here otherwise. The ball's played back into the middle. Sneelis again can intercept. Gleeson trying to find Gouveia. Hitchin, of course, don't want to get too reliant on just giving the ball to him, but he moves it wide to hmm. Kai Teal. He's got plenty of bodies around him oh and dear. peels for a free kick. He eventually gets it after being bundled over. Uh, this time by Fanage in a good play position to win that free kick over by the uh, far side, down by the corner flag, and a decent early opportunity. Yeah, well, I mean, Hitchin need to keep pressing. I mean, it's only one goal down. We've, you know, Hitchin of a of a season ago would have would have heads would have already started dropping, but this is a different Hitchin side. So yeah. I'm confident we can get back in it. Yeah, absolutely. Even Saturday, the way we had to hold on, of course, those seven minutes of added time with ten men and. Certainly a game, as you say, last season or even just a few weeks ago, we'd have been maybe a lot more nervous. Here's Gouvet of the free kick, though, over on the right-hand side. Can he deliver like he did on Saturday? Steve Corley starting on the bench today, and that loss, I think, is going to be felt with the form that he's in. Three goals in his last four. Here is Gouveia, right-footed, one in the wall, Lovely. over his head, not it down! Oh, oh, and it's just wide! I think it was Stan Georgiou, and it surely came off a Colville man to put the ball behind the referees, giving a goal kick. Right. I'm sure there was a touch of a Colville man to try and flick that one out for a corner. Yeah, I was expecting a corner myself, you know, but uh, referees a lot closer than we are, Freddie, and my eyes are uh, long past their sell-by date. Yeah, I'm surprised there that one of the ref or his assistant, Brian's just changing his glasses to make sure he see the same thing. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice to have him up in doing the tunnel duty today. But Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, uh, good chance, though, George, you... As we say, still waiting for his first hitching goal and nodded that ball down. Diogo Gouveia really honing in that set-piece delivery. Colville conceding from a set-piece, from a corner kick. They defended it pretty poorly in that game against Stratford as Georgiou's now slid well in on. Done, of course, Georgie. it was a, a damp surface out there. McGlinchey sliding in. The referee's going to keep his cards in his pocket, though, I think. I'll tell you what, the Colville man... <laughs> if I was a Colville man, I'd be a bit gutted, actually, because this, uh, it just looked like Stan did take a little, a little tumble, you yeah. know. I'd need to see the VAR replay to be absolutely sure but I he's think, done well yeah there. studs were showing of course sliding in on this pitch you are going to move a little further than usual and the referee will have a chat with McGlinchey I think maybe now 
will either be an extended talking to or the first yellow card of this game. It's the it's the former and he escapes any further punishment. But Guvea will put the ball down for the free kick just inside the Colville half. They lead a goal to nil, the Ravens. And as things stand, are moving uh, into the playoffs. Berridge's goal in the seventh minute separating uh, these two sides. Here's Guvea then with a the free kick. Everyone's gone onto that far side. Yeah. Move. He just looks up now. Sneelis is in the middle. Oh, it's floated out towards the back post, trying to head it back across. But a Colville man again is able to get there first. It's played down the left. Oh, lovely feet there from Rio de Silva going yeah, down yeah. the right hand side. He works it into, oh. I think it's Jack Sneelis. The fog starting to play havoc. And now the uh, ball is through from Colville. Teal now has dropped into that right wing back role. He's got defending to do. The man's got the wrong side of him. Chance for 2 0. Good save by Horlock. Using those legs, maybe it wasn't the ideal finish. They would have liked to put it just a bit further to the side of Horlock. They had to make that stop. Yeah, good pair of legs on Charlie Horlock, and I mean that in a sporting sense. <laughs> 70 of you tuning in so far, and good to have all of you with us. Keep your messages coming in on HCFC Radio. Sean said great commentary. Thank you, Sean. Nice one, Sean. Uh, Cheers, mate. You can drop me a tweet at Cardi Freddy as well or at Hitchintown FC. But it remains 1 0 uh, to the away side. You've certainly had the share of the spoils about the over Hitchin in recent years and today as well. Means that run without a clean sheet now for Hitchin as well. Marek stretches to 10 games yeah, as they yeah. try and move forward now. Cuvea picking the ball up on the edge of the box, driving through down the right, get looks up. Now chips it in on his oh. right foot straight to the Colville man at the back post who's able to clear away, but there's still positive signs from Hitchin as you say they've not looked for any kind of long ball or no. losing their heads a little bit but defensively there's still plenty of questions being asked now by the Ravens as you'd expect scored almost double they scored more than double Hitchin's goal number of goals last season this ball's headed up and over the top Barker clears long Hay will try and run onto it nice turn of pace from Got him there the ball bouncing around in the air he can always be a danger when that's the case with his aerial ability yeah, he's got good out. strength as well. Yeah, absolutely. Here's Elliot Putman. Scored the equaliser on Saturday at Stratford with that penalty. Plays the ball through in the easiest decision. The assistant will have to make tonight is flagging Luke Shaw. Uh, offside, uh, the forward. He scored the winner in that game against Notts County. Uh, one where the shot came in from someone else and it literally hit his shin, went over the line. Thank you very much. I'll uh, take that. Best and worst goal <laughs> he'll ever score. <laughs> and to take them through into the first round proper of the FA Cup for the first time in their history. Great to see all of these non-league clubs, all these Southern League Central clubs having a good cup run this year. Of course, yeah, Hitchin yeah. missing out, but always good. We all, all support each other. Yeah, of course we do. Ball behind for another Colville throw in then. That's the man Putman just pulling up his socks a little bit. So Stephen Gleeson returning from that one-game suspension tonight. Josh Cody got Stevens as well. He played his first game since mid-October uh, when he came off the bench on Saturday. He's an option as well today. And someone like Steve Cody, you think hopefully they'll be able to get a run out in the second half if needed as well. Yeah, it should be nice. Barwell leads St Ives. Uh... Up in Leicestershire, of course, not too far from Colville. So, Farwell looking to make up some ground away from the relegation zone. will be able to do that uh, with that result anyway. They're good at home, points with Hitchin. Yeah, they are, of course, changed their pitch. So, had a, a massive run of away games and big run of home games last season. A really strange one for them, of course. But they're settling down. 
Phil Hitchin beat them on the opening day. Here's Dean getting that cross in. Great it's goal. just hanging it up. The ball headed in. Good oh. save by the Catman Horlock again. And then Georgie can clear. Brought down, though, by a Colville man who tries to recycle Terrible. the possession back out wide. But Bell can just let it go. Horlock again saving Hitchin's skin. But yeah. I think it was, it was a good height for him. It was a lovely ball in, though, for Chambers. Yeah, it's a photographer's save there from Charlie <laughs> Horlock. But it's one that he has got to make. And, uh, and he did do it well. He'd have seen it a little bit late. Bradley Bell the throw in then. Still 1-0 to Colville. 20 gone on HTFC Radio. You're listening to Freddie Cardi and Marek Alionic as always. Who are here for every commentary of Hitchintown home games. We try and do most of the away games too whenever we can. Scuvea wins the throw in. He's going to leave it though for Bradley Bell who continues at wing back. But Teal I've noticed has dropped in there as well when one of them's looked to go forward. Yeah. Definitely that awareness between the two. Which Mark Burke would have talked him up before the game. Long throw and then eyed up now by Bell. Hitchin trailing in the early stages. 20 gone. Looking for Sneelis down the right hand side. Gets there in front of Luke Shaw. Back there defending. Still Sneelis. And he's won the throw in. Down over on that far side. So Hitchin continuing to slowly progress up the pitch. Bell will take it once again. I don't think we've quite got that massive long throw option. But he's going to try. Yeah, it's, it's a medium sort of sized one, isn't it? Mm. Looking for the flick on. Here is Bradley Belt. Sneelis over there as well. Up over his head. Hay flicks it on. It might fall for Gouvet. It doesn't quite, though. Comes back out to Stephen Gleeson in the midfield. Finding Ash, um, Toby Syme. Syme. Yeah, mm. he just hits it long. And there's an angry shout of Toby from someone. Not quite sure who is to as Colville win back possession. Go He's over off. the top again. He's, He's right off. on the shoulder of the last man, the Colville uh, striker, Berridge, whose goal separates the two teams at the moment. McGlinchey again Terrible gives goal. it straight to Bradley Belt. And now launches long. Lovely control by Hay, but oh. it's just too much. It's gone behind. He was jumping with both feet in the air, like tucked up behind his legs. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough trick to get right, but um, just unlucky there. It's just too mm. close to the sideline and it's trickled out. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, oh, yes, I've had a tweet. Uh, Colville fan listening in tonight, just to let you know, we made the first round of the FA Cup before we lost to Wickham 1-0 in the first year in an FA Cup campaign, so it wasn't the first time. Oh. You are right, I've got it down in my notes. It was the second time, but yeah, there we go. Thanks for correcting me. Yeah, we love that. Absolutely. <laughs> you you just love me getting proved wrong. That's what it <laughs> no, is. No, I don't at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Colville fans, great to have you tuning in. As the ball's played through, Horlock comes out, but Syme clears. Stuart said, gutted, can't be there. Enjoying commentary in the hotel in Manchester. Uh, come on, Colville. And uh, Sean as well said, there's only one Luke Short. How many of our fans have made the trip tonight? A, a decent number. Not quite the 1,700. He made it to Charlton, of course. But no, what dozen. an occasion that must have been down in South London. I'm sure the weather was a fair bit nicer than this as well. I have to say, watching the highlights from that, Paul White, a couple of the saves he made were yeah, sensational yeah. to keep them in the game. Here's Bell. He might be called into action now as Hayes played through. Goes for and goal. Ball. Blocked by someone. White That's comes out. Marek fancies the handball. It was close quarters, but oh, White's yeah. able to make the save. Yeah. No, there's not going to give handball on that. Even though Sneelis was with me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the ball played out by White. So Colville controlling this game. Hitchin relying on counters, really. As the man goes down, George, who heads it back into... McGlinchey straight away, stays on the floor, Berridge, there wasn't much there really and now he, really. he can get some treatment. The physio will be called on but uh, the referee right to let the game continue anyway. 
Yeah, I, found it. I don't think there was much in there, but I mean, we didn't really see. Looks like he's in that agony, to be honest with you. The guy's rolling around all over the place. So, I mean, maybe something that we didn't see. Yeah, potentially, yeah. It could have been anything back of the leg or, you know, yeah. we, we do not know. But, yeah, hopefully he's all right. Tim Berridge plays played a key role this season. And he scored the goal today yeah. as well. Three games against Hitchin, three goals for him. And so Hitchin won't mind, of course, if he, he goes off the form he's got. So a little bit of uh, Berkey's just giving some instructions to Bradley Bell. Don't know what's going on over there, but something's, uh, yeah, something's Bell definitely going to move. Running on with a water bottle, I think. Maybe at Ashley Hayes' request. No, Toby Syme, sorry. Bell gets another drink and then gives it over to him. So Berridge remains down. So it's 1-0 to Colville. Here in HGFC Radio, Colville and Hitchin both starting the season well, but I talked to Mark Burke about it in our post-match interview. It can, an FA Cup run as Hitchin had in 2018, it can have a negative effect on, on your league form, but Colville certainly have the squad depth where they can uh, turn that around and push for that playoff spot once again, if not more. And it looks like Berridge is going to be uh, replace so a big blow for Colville. Hopefully, one less problem for Hitchin to worry about. But if it's the full, if it's the former Accrington man Billy Key coming on, <laughs> so much experience there. Yeah, we'll find out in a minute because uh, I definitely think that uh, Tim Burridge is. Uh, yeah, looked like a rather innocuous injury, but it was definitely yeah. down her. I'll be made to eat my words after saying that it didn't look like there was too much wrong with him. Well, do you know what? Sometimes it, it is those injuries that are the worst. I think it was when he landed. He kind of mm. just didn't land right because it is a leg injury. Yeah, at he's first. hobbling off. He's now, hobbling isn't off. He? Yeah, and the, and the foot's going under as well. So yeah, he's just twisted something there. Mm. The the physio uh, instantly uh, did the sign for a for a. A substitution, and uh, you're right, Freddie. Uh, it's it's now it's Tendul Tendul Schitzer's coming on. Chitiza, Chitiza. <laughs> That's going on the bloopers at the end of the year, though. The Zimbabwe, and he moved to uh, England <laughs> in 2014. You've just realised what you just said. I have. Yeah, he moved I know. to England in 2014, and also spent two seasons in Serbia. So incredibly well travelled, wow. playing football in three different countries. Gleason just going to play this one through. Nice <laughs> stuff. Back to <laughs> Paul White. Yeah, in the all orange. Looks up. Yes, yeah, good from Gleason to give the ball back to him. Up and over the top now. And first introduction for Chateza. Going to be careful over that name now for the rest of the evening. I certainly am. Itching clearing the ball away. You've got to practice them beforehand nowadays. This ball's played through again. Georgiou, who well done, has struggled just a little bit in this game, I'd say. But did well to cut that ball out. Important role for him now, playing in an unfamiliar role on the left-hand side of defence. 26 minutes gone, Hitchin nil, Colville 1. Too much on this ball potentially for Chambers. He keeps it in, but then hits his standing foot. Oh, he does keep it in in the end, and then Syme smashes the ball through, looking for Hay again, but a little bit too much route one from Hitchin now. Colville are happy to just mop up the possession at the back. All played out by Chris Robertson. And then slip through again by uh, Chateza. Two goals for him this season. Scored the winner against uh, Macclesfield, the Phoenix club, of course, in the uh, f in the second qualifying round of that cup run. As Snewless again goes down, but mm. the ball won back by the Ravens again in this battle of the birds. Ravens and the Canaries here at Topfield. 
to Silva picking up possession yes, down the left just about keeps it no, on it. then jinxes infield nicely a lot of space now for Kai Teal to run into he's gonna have a look for goal he is bounces oh just wide as well keeper full stretch Paul White the second Teal picked that up I, I had an inkling he, he might have been thinking something along those lines it wasn't a bad effort no definitely a good effort and if he'd have seen the goalie warming up the, the players did put a couple of bouncers he don't like the bouncers low you know he kind of he let a couple of them in when they were warming up and uh, and that one got away from him as well mm. so Colville still lead then here at top field with the one last season as well and another goal kick then for Paul White. He wasn't quite called into action there. Goes up and over the top. Ball flicked on by Wilson. De Silva back in there defending again. Gets a touch to it. Puts the ball behind for a throw in. So it's nicely uh, done by him. Throw in now uh, for number two, Alex Dean. Right in front of our press box here at top field. The fog maybe lifting a tiny bit. Seems a little easier in terms of visibility now as Hay tries to play the ball through. Goes wide into Bradley Bell. Not quite enough on it, though, and it's mm. cut out easily by Putman. Takes the ball down the Ooh. left, up and over the top. Chance are offside, and, and again, the line has been on top of it tonight. Horlock clears away. The ref hasn't seen the flag, and that's a, a waste of a football as it's put behind into the car park. <laughs> but we will have a stoppage now. So a struggle for Hitchin. We thought it might be. They've just not really got a foothold in this game. No, the thing, the difference is, is Colville have come cracking out of the stalls and um, and, and mm. we've come cracking out of the stalls and, and we just sort of pushed maybe too many players forward and when they hit us on the counter, uh, it was it was beautiful football and uh, and led to the goal. But sin since then, um, Hitchin have settled himself. There is a little, a little sinister look like we're going to do a few long balls. Mm. Uh, hopefully not. Horlock across into uh, Lewis Barker. Keeps his place in defence for the time being at least. Will be suspended for Royston and then AFC Rushton and Diamonds. A, a reminder as well, Hitchin fans, if you want to tune in or, or Colville as well because we're the early kickoff on Saturday, 1.30. So the whole 90 minutes before the rest of the league yeah. get their games underway. Well, there might be a couple of 2 o'clock kickoffs, but yeah, we'll be in Royston. So coverage starts from 1.15pm. Uh, be back home for Arsenal women against Man United, which I'm pleased about. I was tempted, because that's a half-five yeah. kickoff, to jump on a train up to the Emirates after. I think it's going to be a little bit too much of a squeeze, but you well, never know. I can drop you at the train station. Out. Yeah, you never know, but... <laughs> Especially the trains in this country as well. Could, could go pear-shaped, but I think I'll watch that on TV. Of course, we have our post-match commitments of these interviews and stuff. So yeah, true. Always, uh, always good to go to Royston, of course, a place you know well. I do, indeed. Throwing for Bell. Down the right-hand side. Colville continue. Up nice. to Gouveia, though. Turns. <sighs> bundled down. The referee... Not interested. Yeah. Will wave play on. Colville going back towards goal. Using the ball well now with Fanoj yes. again. He's bundled off it now by Sneelis and fair play to the ref. He's continued. Oh, now that, that is, is a foul on Jack Sneelis. Oh, the ref's gone the other way. He's going to book Sneelis for diving, I'd imagine. The linesman had raised his flag yeah, and given a free flag. kick. So I don't know who you're going to go with. For me, the linesman had that side-on view where he'd have probably seen the contact better than the ref with a couple of players in front of him. The two will go He's over and have over. a discussion there. And it's going to be who Come on, who Lino. made a clearer decision, <laughs> who was guessing a little bit, and who could confirm their decision. I think the ref's going to stick with what he said, but that looked like a foul there on Sneelis. 
Let's have a look and see if the line is Trying to work his way through. Stephen Gleeson still annoyed now. No. Has the referee given it? Yes, he's changed his mind. Well done, referee. a round referee. of applause. That's what you like to see. Yep. No, you like to see that me. communication <laughs> between the officials. Of course, at the top level, they've all got earpieces in. They'll be talking things through. There is nothing wrong with going over, having a chat, and admitting you made that mistake. Excellent. Excellent play from the referee. I mean, yeah, the, the line was flagging like crazy, and uh, it, 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 it was definitely a, a foul on a hitching player. Well, Joseph, for the free kicks taken, said, talking of post-match commitments, fancy a drink in the bar next Monday. Absolutely. I reckon whoever loses is buying the first round. That's what, that's what we're going to have to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he might used to better start saving, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, happy 21st. I'll get you a drink. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's true as well. That's a big number, that one. He don't look 21, <laughs> but he must have done once. That's good. I remain the youngest commentator in the league. I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been for a while, to be fair, as Guvea standing over this one, as is Jack Sneelis, who, who won the free kick. Kai Teal's there standing next to the wall. Good opportunity, this, for the Canaries. Who do you want to take it? Ah, Guvea. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, all of, our all of our commentary clips have got his name in them at the moment. It's time for someone else to step up and score. Sneelis has got one, and a really well-taken goal against Tamworth. He's the left-footed option, then. It is going to be Gouveia. They're going for goal wide of the mark. Didn't quite get the curl on it. He'd have liked. And Paul White couldn't quite be called into action. It remains 1-0 to the Ravens. He didn't even move, Paul White. He knew that would, uh, it was going wide. And uh, and fair play to him. Oh, this is some good conversation going on in the chat. Sean said, do you expect to get more fans during the World Cup break? We drew more fans from Leicester. Great time for non-league. Yeah, it absolutely yeah, it is. is. I'm... I'm not excited for the World Cup, but I am excited <laughs> for the impact it's going to have, you know, on non-league. And talking yeah. about Arsenal women just there, 30,000 people going to go and watch their game against United on on the weekend. I think we'll certainly, looking at the teams we've got in and around us, Luton, of course. I don't know if the League 1, League 2 are, are continuing, so I'll have to fill me in on that. But, of course, Luton are a bit of a local side. It's a championship club. Watford, uh, not too far away in Hertfordshire as well. I already know there's a couple of Watford fans are going to look come down. And it is going to have a, a good impact on non-league, similar to, to COVID did when yeah. you know fans are allowed here and other teams are behind closed doors so I, I am excited about about what that will mean and already you yeah, know yeah. last couple of years attendances have been on the up here and Colville as well have been drawing in some great crowds though it's going to get better and better I hope yeah well let's hope so eh Sean this ball chipped over the top again nodded down and Barker comes across clears out towards the silver just checks his feet and goes behind for a throw it's Guvea half-heartedly tries to delay but Colville They've never really stopped and checked at all. They've continued their quest for this second goal. Gleason goes back into Charlie Horlock, clearing this one up and over the top. Remains 1-0. Nice 11 minutes to go until half-time. Hay running through. Oh, There's another soft on. foul given by the referee. And Kai Teal, who is one who can lose his temper at times, is unhappy. Yeah, no, rightfully, that's caramel soft, that is, really. <laughs> yeah, and so... Hey, who would have been through a little short of goals recently of course free for him this season but maybe I think it's his one-on-one -on -one finishing maybe there's a few yeah. questions that remain yeah no he's, he's a great ball winner yeah. um, and you know he, he, you put a ball up to him and he can hold players off as well but uh, yeah like you say the, the final product hasn't been there really yeah and a couple of good chances going through against Wolf Church in the weekend as he tries to play the ball back. It comes off a, a Colville mound. Goes out for a throw for Hitchin on the uh, far side. So an interesting game. You can get a few crazy affairs on these Monday nights. A lot of 3-0s we've had 
this True. season, but sometimes they can just be a little tighter. Team still feeling tired legs maybe from the Saturday games a couple of days ago. Hitchin only able to make two changes. Gouveia now, one of them, of course, in force of Kieran Jones moving on. Teal picks up the ball for the throw-in. Long down the right, looking for Hay. Cut out by a Colville man. Back to Gouveia, though, as another Colville player goes down. Still Gouveia down the right. Just oh, showed too much of the ball to uh, Wilson. And Colville win the throw-in. They've done well there. Got of a, a tricky patch. Yeah, no, Hitchin looked like they were uh, they had men forward, but uh, excellent defending from Colville to get the ball back. Mm. League one and two continues to Sean. So of course Stevenage, who are probably our most local side in in that regard, so that, yeah. you know they'll continue. But uh, yeah, Luton and Watford, you you'd expect will pull mm. in a few fans from. This ball's played through. I mean, you'd, you'd like to think, nor and I think as well, what non-league are taking into consideration is not having clashes with England games as well. So mm, on the 5th, mm. I think if England gets to the round of 16, uh, that would be uh, potentially a mid-afternoon kickoff. So there's talk, there's talk of moving games on that day, hitching away at Baseford to 12.30. Oh, so that's an early yeah, start for us two yeah, uh, going up be. there. But We've got a friend in Nottingham and we'll need to go up and see. So we, we're going to try and make that trip as this ball has gone behind. But yes. the referee again ignores the linesman's flag. And now Hitchin actually get a throw in in a better position when it goes out on the second time of asking. Why now to De Silva? Interesting display by these officials. Maybe have only met about an hour ago. Yeah. Either that or they don't particularly like each other as Teal <laughs> plays the ball through. Uh, One bite by a Colville man. Oh, uh, given away. Teal again. Long, looking for Hay, lovely control, can't quite get past the two defenders though, but he's getting more and more involved in this game, and then Cole will have to put the ball behind for a hitching throw on the left wing. That's excellent work from Ashley Hay there, just uh, putting that pressure on his man, he's got pace and strength and abundance, giving the man no option but to stick it out. Remember to stick with us at half-time. We're talking to Hitchens. Uh, I think he's not quite the academy manager anymore, but he still plays a, a big role in the youth development of the Canaries. And now the Watford FC woman manager, uh, Damon Lafro. We look forward to having a chat with him at half-time, so make sure to uh, stick around in the intervals. The ball again goes behind for a, a Hitchin throw-in. Lionel weren't sure of that one, was no. he? <laughs> Get his thoughts and of course, Hitchens' FA Youth Cup run, which was great fun to commentate on this season. Yeah, they did well, the lads. Yeah, a lot of talent there. Hitch and continue into Stephen Gleeson turning and goes back into Lewis Barker wide to Bradley Bell right on the far touchline just using his oh. body to get in front of the Colville man he wins it back it's tame really from Bell and now Colville can come through Chambers toying of that offside line he drops back in though well done, Barker tries to get there and he had to be careful and then he does go down there was already an earlier foul I think uh, by Ashley Chambers who lobbed the Charlton keeper to score what became Colville's consolation in that game of an audacious finish. He's actually Leicester City's youngest ever player at the age of 15 as well, Chambers. So he goes back a long, long way. Played for England 23 times at youth level. The likes of Danny Welbeck, Kieran Trippier, Victor Moses. Wow. So a lot of experience to call upon from a young age. Horlock now. 1-2 with Gleeson. Things just slowing down and a, a touch now for the Canaries. Yeah, we must be getting close. Yeah, seven to go until the half tie. I think maybe both teams would be happy maybe to go in with the scoreline. Of course, Hitchin would love the equaliser, but it could be worse than this. Colville have had a couple of chances. Horlock has been called into action at times. Made an excellent save from a, a Chambers header. 
Pitching coming through now. Teal trying to flick one through. Hey, he can't quite keep it He's down, well. but he finds Guvea uh, this time. Back into oh, Gleason, who again Gleason. gives it away. He struggled to get back into the rhythm of things here, but he nips across, wins the ball back here. Trying to go wide into Rio de Silva, who fouls his man again. Any contact, you're going to be penalised. I hate to say it. Yeah, you are, yeah. And Kongville have the free kick uh, just inside their own half. <laughs> Remains 1 0. Only goal from Tim Berridge. <laughs> Gleason's just thrown the ball at the ref, you know, rather <laughs> than giving it back to the opposition, he give it to the ref. Yeah, he's not happy. Uh, Stephen Gleason returning from one suspension. Six yellow cards for him this season. To be fair to him, he ain't having his best game out there no. either today. He started every game in the league until that suspension. This is his 18th game in all competitions this season, so still fitness not being much of a problem but I'm sure he feels it a bit more waking up the day after a game nowadays the ball goes behind again for a cold wheel throw in to be taken by uh, Alex Deans in his second spell at the club after leaving to play at step two of Solihull Moors but now the longest serving player in the <laughs> club after rejoining in 2014 throwing now mm. for him then Hitching nil Colville one goal on the seventh minute still separating these two teams Colville again trying to work the opening for the second they've had the probably not quite dominated but they deserve to be a goal up in this first half Hitchin have been a little shaky at the back as Georgie tries to clear up the line again it just goes out Georgie you can't believe it but mm. things not quite going Hitchin's way not getting the rub of the green in some of these situations as the throw in will be taken by Dean once again a few yards further up than when it was last time to the final five minutes of the first half might get a couple of minutes of added time after uh, was it McGlinchey had to come off earlier no it's the uh, Chambers Chambers no he's still on there was it uh, no he's not no <laughs> <laughs> Mate, oh yes up. he is hang on well, it chance was now in the box anyways Shatiza oh, goes dear. through oh he's missed it by a country mile in the end it was oh. only a few yards away from goal on his left foot mate I was getting ready to say 2-0 yeah I can't believe he's missed that as far as he did, to be fair. No, Chambers still on there. I think it's McGlinchey. McGlinchey's still on. Brian will help. He will. Berridge. Berridge. Oh, it was a goal scorer. Yeah, yeah that's right. I For some reason, now. I didn't put the arrow on the team sheet. I put who came on, but you need to keep on top of those things. So Silver looking to switch. No one there, apart from Colville man who heads away. Gleason up there as well. Of course, Cody Cut Stevens may be an option to replace him, but you can tell Gleason as he sprints back now, he's never going to give up. No, he won't. He's going to fight his way back into this game as Colville continue the hunt for the second ball, dinked in wide at the far post in the end. It was a cross more than anything. Beat Chambers and beat the post. Remains 1 0. Charlie Orlock, happy to see that one go past the post as we uh, rapidly approach half time. If we can go in at 1 0, I think it'll be a result, to be fair. Yeah, and you maybe look at someone like Steve Corley for the second half. I think he's yeah. the form he's in. Of course, you'd love him to be able to play every game, but I think we, even if it's going to be asking maybe a little bit of him fitness-wise, he might not be able to come on for a full 45, but I think he really could be called upon here. Yeah, quite possibly. And, I mean, I'll tell you another thing that we're missing as well. With Gleese having a bit of a bad day in the office is Toby Simon in, the, in that yeah. holding defensively because yeah. he was winning everything and he had a great uh, distribution on him as well. Yeah, shame we can't have him in defence and midfield at the <laughs> moment, of course, because clone him. we talked about needing him back in defence and now we need him back in the middle. Yeah. Colville try and slip the ball down the right-hand side, which they do, into McGlinchey. 
successful playthrough now. Just beats Chambers. He's always in and around the action. Georgiou, nice control to take the ball down. But again, Hitchens passing has been sloppy. Been an off day from the Canaries so far. But we've seen worse off days than this as oh, well, definitely. into their credit. So well, dinked in. Just past Shatiza again. And behind for a Charlie Horlock goal kick. So Hitchin, yeah, certainly just seeing out the final few minutes of this uh, first half. Bob's Bob reckon second half. Comedy cut Steven to Gleason and Cooley for Syme. He's going big. Yeah, Not sure no. I'd take off Syme, to be fair. No, I don't think you got that one right, Bob. Sorry, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Barker instead, maybe. Barker, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but not Syme. Syme's the one keeping yeah. it together. Because Barker, you want to get as many minutes out of him as possible before that band sets in, though, of course. Yeah, no, I've, I've, truth be known, we need we need we do need a centre-half, you mm. know, a, a good calibre centre-half. There's no two ways about it. Ball up and over the top. Into Chitiza again. Yeah, good news in the injury front for Colville as well with Fanners making the squad today. He had to be assessed after missing Saturday due to injury, but it's been good to go and has played well so far in the number six shirt. Here comes Dean again. Wide into McGlinchey. He's been a nuisance, yeah, that Dean. Two Colville stalwarts, those two down the right-hand side. His fifth year at the club, McGlinchey, and Dean in his eighth. Back across now into uh, Jake Eggleton. Was able to play against it, the side he supported since he was a kid. Charlton Athletic in the FA Cup. A special moment for him. Oh, wow. McGlinchey now up against Stephen Gleeson. Played one through and doesn't quite fall to the striker. And instead, George, you can clear. Gouveia can't quite take it down. And that sums things up for Hitchin. So near yet so far. And a, a few times, it's just they've not created really any clear-cut chances, whereas Colville have done. Yeah, I mean, that was a punt, to be fair, mm. you know what I mean? And once you start punting the ball forward, you, you you know. Yeah, Culver did the same, though, to the frustration of their manager, Adam Stevens, and now Teal can bring it forward. Tackled strongly, the ball out for a, a Colville throw, and again, Hitchin not getting the rub of the green here. Yeah. Adam Stevens, uh, manager, known for his high-tempo, pressing style of football. We've certainly seen that today. Trying to keep the pressure on the Canaries as we tick into... Added on time at the end of this first half. We're going to see how much will be added on. Three, Three minutes. minutes then for Hitchin really just to see out here. Don't not let Colville make any further inroads into the scoring. There you go. Three minutes just uh, confirmed there by Brian on the tannoy. So throwing now then uh, for the Canaries. Teal. would love to try and get an equaliser before half time. That's nice there, though, yeah. beating Bradley Bell, who was sent the wrong way. Sign back there now. Just sees the ball out for uh, a hitching throw, and he's done well. Keeps a cool head as the rain now starting to fall down quite heavily. That's really fine rain as well, isn't yeah. it? But there's enough of it out there. You can almost barely see it in the fog and the light from the floodlights, but certainly starting to come down. It's Bell trying to snap the ball through. Just keeps it on, taken down nicely. We approach the half-time mark. We'll be joined by Damon Lathrope. McGlinchey again beating De Silva. Teal's in there as is Sneelis. And Syme steps up from defence to find Gouveia. Just tries to cut in. But oh, no. well, one back again by Colville. And more defending for Syme to do. He steps up to the task. And again, we lose another ball into the car park <laughs> over on that far side. My car's going to have a few dents in it tonight. Yeah, it will do. <laughs> <laughs> Was it not the moped you've come up on? No, I didn't. No, that's good. I'll get a lift home then. Excellent in this rain. 
Sean has asked, has Adam Stevens got his shorts on? I think he's just sat down in the dugout. I think he's got tracksuit bottoms on. Michael Jones, though, they're hitching assistant coach. He's got his shorts on, so he is going to outlast everyone, I think. But, yeah, I think Stevens, who's a, a PE teacher at a school in Colville, actually had an Ofsted inspection just uh, two days before the, the Charlton Athletic game. <laughs> Stressful <laughs> week there. Yeah. Bell with the throw-in now down the right-hand side over Sneedus's head. Now, now into Kai Teal going up and over the top, looking for Hay into the final moments of this first half in which Colville lead to 1-0 up and over the top he did look offside Chambers now bundled over and they win a free kick in a good possession Lewis Barker against the man to, who gives it away but yeah it did look like he shouldn't have been there in the first place Chambers but a, a great opportunity now for Colville to maybe double their lead going into the break it's a definitely a very good shooting opportunity just outside the 18 yard box as you look at the goal it's on the left hand side and uh, there's, a, uh, there's a few Colville boys over there that are in this one up but uh, as you say Freddie I mean I, I saw he was way offside and mm -hmm. uh, and the line just hadn't caught up with play that's what it was Stevens kicks the ball on now yeah definitely got his tracksuit bottoms on Barwell to uh, St Ives nil so Barwell will uh, move up and be level on points uh, with the Canaries by the looks of things they'll go ahead of Hitchin actually so they go into uh, 13th Hitchin 14th as things stand free kick then on the right-hand side, maybe 10 yards away from the edge of the box, on Culver's left, sorry. Three men in the wall. And a big chance before the break. It's Kings Langley nil, Russell Olympic at half-times uh, across Hertfordshire. Here, Here is comes. that free kick then. Looks like he's going to go for gold as the Colville man. Short run up. He does shoot. Great effort. Tips over the bar by Charlie Horlock. Another crucial save by the Canaries goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He's done well there, Charlie. He's just, uh, just had to move himself, shuffle over to the right-hand side and just got some fingertips on it. So the ball just having to be fetched from the top of the net by Stephen Gleeson and Chambers working together and then... It goes wide for Fanoj. Last chance of this first half then. Still 1-0 to the away side. To get their third win in a row over the Canaries. But Hitchens marking a little bit all over the place as some of the runs that are being made by the Ravens. Ball into the middle of the box. Headed away well by Simon. That will be... Uh, the the last act of uh, an interesting first half in which Colville yeah. go into the dressing room 1-0 up at half time the goal scorer uh, Berridge who was eventually subbed off for injury in the 7th uh, minute though his goal uh, a well taken strike but Hitchens defending at times has not been good enough in this first 45 uh, no it's, it's to be I mean listen I'm going to be fair now I think 1-0 is um, is a real good position to be in we need to sort of obviously up our game a little bit but uh, um, you, you know, it's good. It could be a lot worse, couldn't it, really, at the end of the day? We'll get Damon Laffrope round now to uh, get his thoughts. He's just plug uh, his microphone in and we'll get his thoughts on uh, on the first half. So Hitchin, of course, starting a, a tough run of games, really, after beating Church on Saturday. Uh, Damon, hopefully you can hear us loud and clear. How are you? Thanks for stopping by. No problem, mate. Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Excellent. Um, thoughts on the first half so far? Conditions aren't great out there, to be fair. Maybe not being as exciting a game as we had on Saturday. I would say it's uh, perfect conditions for a game of football. I think that's everyone's <laughs> dream out there. Nice, nice juicy pitch. Uh, <laughs> makes for a quick game of football, which is is better to see, to be honest. Um, mm. Yeah, without there being too many clear-cut chances, I think it's quite open, to be honest. Um, don't look like Hitchin are sitting in as much as maybe they did at the start of the season, mm. which is nice to see. 
Um, and on another day, I think they could have had a goal or two. Just put a few balls in real dangerous areas. Just need that poacher in the inside the right area of the box to, to go and tap a few in. But I think... Uh, I think they'd be reasonably reasonably happy with that, to be honest with you, at half-time. Give themselves a chance to go and attack the second half. We saw, uh, we saw Kai Till put in a long shot and uh, it nearly beat the keeper as well. And uh, do, do you see that's where our fortune could come from, taking long shots? Or do you think uh, it, it, we, should, we should play up a little bit further? Well, conditions like this, I think it's a no-brainer. I think you've got to use, use the surface. It's, got, it's a real zippy, lively surface, which is difficult for goalkeepers. So yeah. um, you see Charlie doing really well with a few at the other end. Um, mm. I'd, if I was in there, I'd be encouraging to, to get a yard, have a, have a go, because, yeah. like you say, it's, it's, not, it's not a nice one for the goalies tonight. No. Hitchin, of course, having to rest Steve Corley at a great games in in a good run of form. How hard is it, you know, Saturday and Monday, Mark Burke not really having the squad to really be able to rotate? Well, will you feel it a little bit more, these players playing today? Yeah, 100% is tough. Two, two games in three days. Um, it's, it's not easy, to be honest with you. Um, done it before myself and mm. and it's not it's not easy but being at home helps they had a travel today which probably made it a little bit difficult for for them um but yeah Berkey I think Berkey's doing a superb job to be honest with you with with what he's he's working with um with the injuries he's had to mm. had to sort of manage um I think it, they're, they're in a good place at the moment that the squad as a, as a whole and you, you're seeing that with players coming in out from off the bench and maybe out of the squad and, and they're doing okay so I think he'll be content with how things are going at the moment. It's really nice to sort of see the switch from typical, dare I say typical Mark Burke style defensive sort of play to, to now he's really playing sort of a more like a, a throw the kitchen sink at them style attacking play. Uh, do you think that suits Hitchin a little bit better with the squad they've got? Yeah a little bit. Uh, look, look I think it's tough sometimes to compete against teams in this league that have got a lot more at their their disposal than Hitchin do. I think there's mm. there's no secret about that. Mm. Uh, I bet you any money Colville have got three, four times the budget Hitchin are working yeah, with. Yeah. And sometimes um, you have to do what you what you have to do to make to stay in games against tough opposition. I think they earned the right to start the season. It worked to a certain extent and now they've built enough confidence to go and put it on teams a little bit more, which you're seeing in the last few weeks. Um, and and the success they've got from that will only give them more encouragement to go and go and do it a bit more and I think like you say I think it's it's moving in the right direction for sure from what I've seen recently as is of course the Pro Direct Academy I know you've had a maybe a bit less of an involvement now how are things down there any players to look out for yeah there's a couple yeah um, very young group obviously and as, as you'll you'd have known over the last few years um, they got coming at the right times we know Berkey's probably the best I've ever worked with or seen in the game of putting young lads in which is brave mm. I tell you it's, yeah. it's not not as common as you probably think um, so he's always got his eye on them and there are one or two there that I would imagine in a year or so we'll, we'll be, be pushing this but it's nice nice to come and see how the boys are getting on because it's a very very young squad and they're only going to get better for the experiences mm. Um, did you were you able to catch any of the FA Youth Cup run? Of course, going on and, and losing to Chesterfield eventually. Which games were you able to get to? Yeah, I was at all of them apart from Chesterfield. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll blame them for that one. Yeah, you're the curse. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, it's good. And like I say, it's it's nice for them boys. It's a big occasion for them, mm. getting to play under the lights here, um, and it gives everyone a little taste of what is sort of waiting in the wings. Um, like there's a lot of talent in there. Um, you have to be careful when you put them in because 
It, it can hurt them as much as it can help them sometimes if you throw mm. them in too soon. But there's definitely a definitely a bit of talent flying around for sure. How's things going over Watford with the with the girls team? It's going really well at the moment. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, we're in a good place at the moment. I always say at the moment because it's still early days and I don't want to get too carried no, away. But things can change. <laughs> yeah, but at, at the moment um, we're doing really really well and. Um, Hopefully that continues. Mm. Yeah, I mean, heartbreak of relegation last season, that game against Coventry United, with all their financial difficulties, I guess everyone wanted them to stay up and you guys are on the other end of that, a last-minute rocket, if I remember rightly. But was that difficult to turn things around after going down like the last minute of the season it eventually was? Yeah, it was sour circumstances. It's, it's never easy when, mm. you, when you go down. But in, them, in that manner, it makes it a little bit more tough to take. But... Um, for me personally, having I only got involved at the back end of the year, so um, it was almost sort of a, an opportunity for me to see what was in in the building, and then um, sort of try and build on this year. But uh, the players have responded really well. We kept hold of half of the group, I think, um, and they've responded really well. And it's tough turning turning a losing habit into a winning habit but we've done it mm. quite well to be honest with you yeah well, it seems to be a link up between you and Arsenal a couple of ex-Arsenal players going both ways and I know promotion there's always talk about you know the championship and the WSL of any one club going up and down is it difficult you know to go up once you are down there you know once it gets regionalised as well yeah it's very very difficult and it's something that I think they're looking into mm. to changing I think it will benefit the game to um, make it a little bit little bit more open um, because it is difficult you get you got to run away with a league or you've got to be cast miles adrift to go to go down um, so I think it is getting a lot more competitive and I think it's something that will change in time um, mm. but yeah it is it is it is tough to be honest with you how does it sorry, sorry yeah, no, go no. <laughs> yeah go on go how does it. it how does it compare you know your role of course you've, you've been you've played professionally you've gone into the academy you're now managing a team you know how do you go from one to the other and taking that experience along the way uh, just, I, I don't change as an individual to be honest with you I, I said that um, when I first took the job um, I won't change who I am and how I work um, and I think that's that's probably what um, got me the job in the first place to be honest with you um, I think the experiences of coaching in the academy really really help because you have to coach and you have to help players develop um, and in a women's game, again, I, I, I see that a lot of them haven't been through academy systems. A lot of them haven't had the coaching from mm. seven, eight years old up until 20. So they are playing catch-up in, in sort of one sense. So they, they do, they love the coaching. They're mm. really receptive to actually being coached rather than just managed. Um, so that really helped me. But otherwise, like, like I say, I, I really enjoy it. I really like the competitive games at the weekend, playing for points and setting up against the opposition so um, yeah it's been really good and I've, I've sort of took a little bit from the experiences uh, of all my past mm. roles and it's helping me now to be honest. Brilliant. We've seen uh, we've seen uh, an increase in the support for, for women's football and rightfully so. Um, what, why do you think that is? I think the Euros helped massively. Um, I think that was exactly what the women's game needed. Mm. Um, the exposure so a lot more people are sort of um, a lot more people are taking note of it now, watching a lot more clubs are backing the women's setups, which is, is going to be really key. Um, and also the, the sort of the things they've put in place for the younger generations now to get young girls in schools playing football, lots more grassroots clubs playing, which I think for the future bodes really well. And just the exposure and the opportunity for the young girls that 
are interested in football that, that want to. There, there's loads of opportunities out there now. So it's only going one way and it's going that way very, very quickly. I can tell you that from, from my short involvement in it. Um, and I've been very, very pleasantly surprised with the standard. Um, like I say, my knowledge of the women's game wasn't excellent prior to last year. Um, but like I say, I, I think it won't be long and you'll, you'll see um, big coverage of it on, mm. on telly being supported and hopefully the financial backing comes with that as well. Yeah, um, ab absolutely. I think mm. the fans certainly going in the right way. We're talking about Arsenal women's game, you know, on, on Sunday, uh, Saturday, sorry, 30,000 people going, going down there. I was there. Uh, the one against Tottenham hopefully going to be there for one of the Champions League ones covering that for the Gooner as well so we'll wait and see we had a question in the chat as well about non-league football continuing the World Cup do you think your crowds as well with Watford Women will can increase a little bit more in the World Cup with, with less football on? Yeah we hope so I think for, for the non-league and the women's game and the lower leagues I think it's a, it's a good opportunity for fans of the, the super clubs to, mm -hmm. to go and support their local teams and I think it should be encouraged I think, that I think that everyone watching it on telly will be inspired and will want their football fix, their live football fix at the weekend. Mm. So I think it will help the game personally in that short time. Um, and yeah, I think it, it'll be a little little boost for the, the non-league and the women's setups during this little time. One thing I just I genuinely don't know the answer to, and that is that like entrance fee. You know, if you go and watch Arsenal, that's something like 65 quid to get in, which is yeah. why I never go. Is, is the women's game a, a cheaper entry fee? Yeah, massively, yeah. So at Watford, um, the season ticket holders of the men's side get in for a quid, which is next to nothing. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think kids get in for, for free if they have an adult, which I think is only a fiver anyway. So mm. it's not about making money right now mm. um, to get people in. It's about getting the exposure and getting people... Just, just to, to come down, enjoy themselves, and hopefully come back. So, mm. yeah. And if people do want to come down in the World Cup because you're playing on Sundays, where do you play your home games? So our home stadiums are Weldstone, Grosvenor Um We share that with Weldstone um, in Ryslip, mm -hmm. um, and we play the odd game at Vicarage Road as well. So yeah, Fantastic. Th those, those days are the the ones that get heavily advertised and we get bigger crowds too. But sure. it's grown massively. We, I think we've averaged 350 this year, which is brilliant. Nearly double what I think they did last year in the league above so yeah. it, that mm. sort of shows you the exposure and the interest in the in the game at the moment sure fantastic so your role at the academy at the moment you're managing to to balance both i'm sure you, you've always got a keen eye on what's going on <laughs> and working with the likes of of steven gleason how different is he off the pitch to want it because we all know he, you know he's a fiery character when he's out in the middle yeah he's a winner he's a winner and you need that um and I think he'll be the first to say toes the line sometimes a little bit too much. Uh, but his experience is second to none. He's played at the highest level and yeah, yeah, yeah. he's class for those young young players that are aspiring to do something in football. Um, but no, I love it. Berkey's excellent. Like, I, I think think the world of Berkey's class at what he does and he's been brilliant with me. He was When I first come out of the game, he was, he was the one that I lent on the most, to be honest yeah. with you, and he was excellent. So I try and uh, give as much time as I can to the academy still because he's got a good place in my heart. But... There's always got to be a balance. Yeah, absolutely. Damon, always great to see you. Always a pleasure to talk football, whatever, whatever type of football it is. Uh, great to see you. We're going to get back underway for the second half. Um, prediction from you, Hitching going to get back into this. I know where you, what your heart's going to say. <laughs> I'm going to go one all. One all. Yeah. Go a good point. I yeah. think we'll take that. A point on a Monday night after three on the weekend would certainly be uh, a decent few days. And then we're off to Royston on Saturday as well. Sneelis will get back, us back underway. Damon, stay warm. Enjoy the second half uh, and all the best. 
great to talk to you. Cheers, gents. Great Thanks. job as always. Thanks. Thank you, Damon. See you soon. And we'll, um, Sneedus will get us back underway after a sub sprints across the pitch. He's Lost a lovely gazer, isn't he? He is. Yeah. <laughs> you, you hang on to his every word sometimes. He's an interesting guy to talk to with the experience he's had in the game. Both the academy, playing professionally, his career just so sadly in, um, brought to an end by that horrific injury he had. But he's yeah, really yeah. rebuilt his way up through coaching and yeah just delighted and I saw he got that job with, with Watford's women's team looking to get them promoted back up to the to the championship and absolutely going to try and get to one of their games over the World Cup period down in Wilton or, or Vicarage Road potentially as well so great to see him as our half-time guest today if you missed any of our chat with Damon Lafro, the Watford manager Watford woman manager and yeah, Hitchin Academy coach you can listen back to this commentary uh, from tomorrow on the Canary Club podcast just search for that wherever you uh, get your podcast but we're back underway for the second half Hitchin kicking towards the Fishponds Road end which has got a, a very nice crowd in it actually for the second 45 just got another message from Sean there just to say hello to Alfie Colpin listening in and uh, a Shed End fan apparently yeah must be one of the the stands at Colville I'm yep. thinking Stamford Bridge as well <laughs> yeah down but shed yeah, thanks, for, thanks for listening in all of you have had great numbers we've had up to about 85 I think in this first half and uh, we're back underway for the second now Barker so Damon going for a, a one-all draw. I think I'll be, I'll be going home and, and sleeping okay if we get a one-all. Oh, so will I. Here's Teal. He's dispossessed now. It's the ball stop raining ready for the second half. So it seems to do that sometimes. So the whole of half-time it will be a torrential downpour. We come yeah. out for the second and it just relaxes a little bit. Yeah, the fog's lifted as well, as you can see. The lights are yeah. almost dazzling now. And it is cold now <laughs> as yeah. well. I don't know if the fog <laughs> was keeping that out somehow, but... We are, we are wrapped up warm. It's the throw-ins taken into uh, Elliot Putman. Colville looking for a second. And Bell nips back in. No change from either side at the start of this second half. Fanos bringing the ball down. Goes wide into uh, Putman. Shaw nice now dink. into the box. Maybe a chance if he can just turn. Lays it off to the edge of the box. Wilson onto his left foot. Shown away from goal by Lewis Barker and Stephen Gleeson. And then chipped over the top by McGlinchey. It's nicely worked. Hitchin looking to get rid of it. Nodded down now and cleared away by Lewis Barker. Up to Ashley Hay. Lovely control. Shout for handball and then given by the referee. Yeah, it was a handball. No two ways about it. Yeah, frustrating if it was because it was a, a needless one, really. Yeah, just to kind of get the ball under control, I think. That's yeah. what he was doing. Thought he'd sneaked it past the ref, but uh, he got nicked on the way out. Well, it's Joseph McCormack's 21st birthday. Tomorrow it's Dylan's 14th. Today he's a Colville fan listening in. Happy birthday, Dylan. Yes, Dylan. It's all downhill from there, mate. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully for his sake, Colville can get three points to cap off his birthday. I hope it's been a good one so far anyway, but we will see how this game pans out. Never nice to have football on your birthday because it can go either way, really. This ball headed away. Here's De Silva. And play one through. It's the oh. back of Jack Sneelis. And ball goes wide now into uh, Elliot Putman. Down this left-hand side. Colville continuing to put the pressure on. Oh, and he's that. just made his way through oh. between Bell and Barker. Slipping the ball across. Bell tackling well. Oh, Almost tackled his own man did Lewis Barker. Still down hurt now. He tackled Georgiou. Hobbles away from the crime scene. Wide now into uh, Alex Dean. Finding McGlinchey. He's just going to kick this ball out. Barker's in pain. And he's calling for the physio on. Of course, he's going to miss the next two games, whatever happens. But we don't really want to be losing him now because there aren't many defensive options left. 
Not really. Uh, on the, looking down on the bench, we've got Josh Coldicott Stevens who can take up a defensive role. Uh, Mal Black can, and uh, well, Callum Kane and Del Snackham are more wing backs than they are yeah. centre half. It'd so. be someone like Coldicott Stevens or Gleeson dropping in, you'd think, if Barker unfortunately does have to go off. Or Mal Black. Mal Black can play a role. Yeah, there. no, that's true as well, yeah. We will see. And of course, there's a left sided centre back, which we're missing tonight, and I think have missed. Yeah. Then he's, of course, uh, an option in that regard. Hitchin still remain the joint lowest scorers in the league then, with 15 in their 15 and a half games, really. They have just lost once here in the league at top field this season. Colville looking to double that number as Paul White plays one over the top. 1 0 to the Ravens, five minutes gone in the second half as Barker right, heads one away. Sneedus knows he's offside. Robertson appealing for it anyway as Chambers goes wide. Definitely chilly now here at top field in Hertfordshire. Well, back into Alex Dean playing one over the top. And now Wilson can make a move. The ball's just gone behind for a throw-in, though. What do you change, then, if you're Mark Burke in that dressing room? A, a difficult opposition, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, it to be fair, we've we've played well, really. I mean, this Colville side are very well drilled. Mm. They're, they're tight and they're great on a counter-attack. I would have probably said that Berkey would have just said, uh, e express a bit of caution when we're going forward. Maybe just leave a couple back instead of all pushing up forward. And uh, maybe he's just had a word with LB and said, listen, mm. boy, calm it down a bit. <laughs> Bell now turning away. Colville, very impressive on the road this season. They've won five out of their six away games. Of course, one at Notts County. They're the only team in the league who've beaten Tamworth as Excellent. well at the Lamb. As Bell comes forward, clip from behind, continues onto his left foot, goes for goal, placed mm. along the floor. We talked about the long shots at half-time and how these conditions can travel the keeper. Exactly that. And that was nicely done. It was. It had Sneelis running in just in case the uh, goalkeeper didn't manage to wrap his arms around it. Dylan himself has messaged saying, hi, it's Dylan from Colville. Good luck for the rest of the season, apart from when you play us. Colville <laughs> are massive. Well, they've certainly been singing that Colville are massive song over and over again in their FA Cup run as Barker tries to head away into Georgie. It's a bit of a mess of his clearance, looking for Rio da Silva. Keep your messages coming in for the second half. Always seem to... It's a bit of a Monday night thing when we get these good listener numbers and fans really aren't able to travel as easily, so they choose to tune in. There's always a, a lot of chat and discussion happening, which is good. Yeah, we don't mind a bit come forward, Looking for the second again, he cuts in onto his left foot, goes for goal. What a save by Charlie Horlock down to his left-hand side. He keeps getting better and better. And keeping Hitchin in the game. Mate, he's certainly having a good one today. Um, and, and like you say, he's, he's kept uh, kept the score down to 1-0. So ball behind for a corner kick. Excellent work there by uh, Horlock to keep that ball out. Here is the corner kick then for McGlinchey. Going to be taken over on that far side. Uh, In-swinging delivery. Just on his left foot. One man's there for the short option to Silva, trying to cut that out as is uh, Bradley Bell. No, I think this is going right into the box. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do make the move in. Ball in towards the back post. Dangerous delivery. He's almost turned into the back of his own net. But the ref's giving a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Barker nearly scoring. I think it was Barker nearly scoring an own goal. And the ref says goal kick. I mean, he did the same thing against us in the first half where we should have had a corner. So, yeah, yeah. Level it, leveled it's, it up. It's opposite day <laughs> over here. But, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a shocker. Yeah, that should have definitely been a corner to Colville. But, hey, we'll take it. Luke Shaw was booked back there, by the way. He, of course, played at the advantage for Bradley Bell. And Shaw oh. finds his way into the book. Here's Horlock then with the goal kick. 
from Ren Hitchin should be defending a corner at this point, but you know, they even the decisions that people say even themselves out over the course of a game, over the course of a season, as Horlock claims the ball again now and the all shiny blue goalkeeper strip. I like that. Finally clip. arrived it. Yeah, it's nice that blue one. Headed away by Putman. Up to Gleason. He's a little change of his display in the second half. Tilt. Wide to Belt. Seeing a bit more of the ball now. It gets there an early cross. He's looking for Snealus. Kuvea shoots. He gets another one. Great ball in from Bell. Snealus moved it across. And Gouvea again. The second goal for him in just a few days. Finds the bottom corner. Crucial strike for Hitchin. Lovely, lovely little run there from, uh, from Bradley Bell. Getting himself down this right-hand side. He looks up. First time hit. Straight into the box. It's glid past Ashley Hay. And Gouvea running in as just tucked it away nice, neatly and discreetly. Gouveia's on hot form. Diogo Gouveia then, nine minutes into the second half. And Brian's up for that. The crowd are up for that. <laughs> Great to see for the Canaries. We were just giving Dylan a little birthday shout-out. Gouveia's having none of that. No. <laughs> and he finds the bottom corner. That's why Bell's better off down that right wing, isn't it? A nice exactly. awareness from Sneelis to not go for goal himself. Move the ball across to Gouveia. Listen, no birthday cake to for Gouveia. I'm afraid Dylan ain't going to give him a piece <laughs> no. of that. But uh, <laughs> he won't mind that. Excellent goal. And thank God we've got him. Nice flick now. If we're in again. Yeah, here's Sneelis again. Four for the season, by the way, for Gouvet, and they've all come very recently. Moves level with Steve Corley for second top scorer, Wilkinson, who's out for up to four weeks, he confirmed to us yeah. uh, on Saturday. He's our halftime guest then. Uh, Diogo Golvea, we're going to have to call yeah, him now. love that one, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Golvea, yeah. Now Till clearing the ball away, out for a throw-in. And again, it's that combination, Sneelis, Bell, Gouvea. So much there. And Hitchin have the lead here on H... Uh, not the lead, sorry, the equaliser on HDFC Radio. It feels like the uh, lead, though, all. doesn't it? Yeah, a crucial goal. The way this game was going as well, we, you know, there would have been questions about where are we going to get it from. Yeah, Luke Shaw, Brian just confirming, was booked with the referee playing the advantage. We've uh, got that one down. So one all now uh, at top field. And just to let you know, Freddie St. Ives have pulled one back at Barwell. Okay, decent then for us, I think. I'm, I'm not even sure the league table now. It changes so much, it's almost not worth worrying about. Oh dear. As this ball comes over the top again, sliding challenge there. The referee eventually gives the free kick against Lewis Barker, who's having no luck with it at the moment. He's just, I've, I just get worried and sweaty when <laughs> when LB's there, because I know he'll get stuck in. He throws 110% heart in there, but he also throws 70% boot as well. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's what's, that's what's been his undoing, really. Hopefully, he's not going to pick up a yellow for that one. Yeah, we'll see. He's starting to stack them up as well. And what if he does, that's a fifth yellow. So no, then no. it could stretch to a free match ban because he's... Two for, the two for the two red cards and then another one for the yellow. I think he's going to get it as well. So this is just going to make things worse oh and worse no. for Lewis Barker. He might as well book himself another holiday because he's going to be out <laughs> for a few more days. <laughs> and he is booked it now. Is a yellow Fifth card. of the season for well him. Done, and that's LB. another suspension, I yep. think, anyway. I no, don't I know how, right. how harsh the Southern League are. And he's gifted Fanage a free kick here as well. Four in the wall. Right foot of Andy Fanage. A high-profile signing. He's done it at a higher level. Has he got the technique here? 
Here is Fanodge on his right foot, shoots into the wall, deflected behind. This time the ref gives a corner. Yeah. Uh, so we're one all then at top field after Guvea uh, evens things up. And the corner now for the Ravens. And this game's in the balance now, you feel, as well. Oh, great game. We've got another superb game here at, at top field against hard opposition, you know. Come on, Hitchin. Here is that corner. Not a great one, but it's flicked on. Bell doesn't deal with it. Syme does. Barker, sorry, does. And now Guvea can bring forward. Looks for the early ball. Sneelers trying to turn on the half turn. The Silver is up with him down the left-hand side. He Excellent. gets it. Uh, from Sneedless, lays it off to Hay oh. on the edge of the box, he was marshalled well, Luke Shaw just getting there before Ashley Hay and he had to, now Horlock taking the ball down, Very finding done. Georgiou, composure from the two of them, and now Barker, Bell to his right, Hitchin now opening things up, Teal to go wide, Bell heading it back in, wasn't a great ball from Teal, so Bell actually did well to keep the move going, yeah, Colville win it back, and now we've got a real game on our hands as you said. Let's hear from the Hitchin fans if you're listening in. I'm sure we've got plenty of Colville fans. Oh, here we go. Kieran Jones has said, get in there. Bob Robinson, great getting. Great starts of the second half. Come on, your Canaries. Oh, we've got two Dillons as well. We, oh, right. So one one of them is his 14th birthday. But yeah, both of them are Colville fans anyway. But <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Dylan said, you, you know, one of the Dillons has said, up the town. And one of them could be the same one. Said, your goalie's keeping you in the game. Should be at least four by now. Well, they've had a few. Hitchin, though, as you say, that teal effort in the first half wasn't far away. So, no. more yeah. of that. And if you have a good goalkeeper, that's how the game can change. Horlock making some superb saves. He's definitely in one of the contenders for man of the match on Saturday. I think his saves today have been far more impressive today, actually. I think they were just more important, if you like, on Saturday to hold out that 2 1 win. Yeah, no, he's, been, he's been amazing today, Charlie Horlock, really has. Again, Wilson, yes. Bell defending well up against Tendai uh, Chitiza. was one of the most feared forward players at Step 4 last season with Stanworth AFC. Made the move up to the third tier of non-league football in the summer. Bell now takes the throw-in. Especially uh, for commentators, eh? <laughs> yes. Never ball over. That is the downside of all these getting recorded as well. We've got not the funny, but funny moments. But we've had about yeah. three games of me tr struggling to say preliminary in the FA Cup. So, okay, you yeah. know, we all get caught out. At least you didn't call these Russell. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't done that for a little while now, actually. Good. Free kick now on the halfway line. Barnet lead Chelmsford in the FA Cup re uh, replay. The referee's got his card card in his hand again it's Stephen Gleeson I think who oh, the two cards are tad flusters so a seventh yellow card for him now and the referee starting to hand them out they are card players though aren't they the pair of them they are really <laughs> yeah what's that there you go Gleeson's picked up a yellow and he's strolled off seven yellows for Gleeson five for Barker two reds for Barker I mean <laughs> and the they do rack them it. up Gleeson <laughs> all of that experience and uh, he's a player who, uh, from a young age, modelled his game on Roy Keane, and you can see that as in, in some of his football, but mostly of how vocal he is. <laughs> but, yeah, he will play his heart out. That's That can't be questioned. Wilson now, with a spell in Sweden early in his career. Dean now, down the right-hand side. Georgiou jogging back in, and we'll just see this ball behind for uh, a goal kick. So it remains one all. We have hit the hour mark. Hitchin... Looking for their first win uh, over Colville since March 2019, if they can get it. Former Luton Town and Leicester Academy graduate Michael Kane 
scoring the only goal at top field. And not a lot of people know that. There we go. You're always waiting for that one, weren't you? Yeah. I thought we might have that. I thought we might have only <laughs> supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Aye. But that would have been more difficult to fit in. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, it was my first season of commentating. I think we got a couple of puns in there. Oh, uh, you got to have a pun. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't around long, the Canaries. But, yeah, got the only goal in that win over Colville three games ago. I will tell you something about Gleeson. When he does pick up his yellow card, he, he did not improve his game a lot. Yeah, so no, he does. Chambers wide now into Chatiza. Lovely turn. turn. Gets away from De Silva. Into oh. the box now. Still gets the ball across. He missed a good chance in the first half, didn't he? Wider the mark. And this time Hitchin defend well. But the ball behind for a, a throw in. Have to give a shout out to Stans Nan and because yeah. your boy's just done an excellent bit of defending there to keep Chatiza under, uh, under wraps. Hopefully I've got your name right, Brethren. Throw and taken now. Yes, you have. This ball... Into the box again. Hitchin oh, wow. opened up too easily. Ball back across. Had to be dealt with. It's cleared straight into the back of Ashley Hay. Who's always there when needed. But not this time. And it goes behind for another corner. Everything's happening. Uh, you know what? We've defended the corners pretty well. So I, I don't feel as nervous when they take a corner. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough of this this season. Even with the academy team that we were talking about at halftime, could not defend set pieces in a, in that Chesterfield game, could they? Yeah, no, nah, you're not wrong. They could do everything else, though, in that brilliant cup run. Here comes the corner into the middle, Excellent. not dealt with, and then cleared up, up and into the night sky. It's going to be behind for another corner, this time over on the other side. The Hitchin player is not happy. The referee just tossing a coin in his head with some of these decisions, I think. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a bit of guesswork, and look, it, I, I've been there, you know, it is sometimes, and a yeah. few of these have felt that way. Yeah, they have, and you, you know, you, you, you just got to call it as you see it, haven't you, really? And if you don't see it, you've got to call it anyway. Just two league wins in the last 10 for Hitchin. They're under pressure now. There's a foul, though, this time by a Colville man. The fans aren't too happy of that, but that will relieve a little bit of pressure. Colville, seventh place coming into this one. As things stand, they, I think, will stay... Uh, there, of course, depends on that Russell Olympic result. They're still all square with Kings Langley, though, uh, I think. So Colville will move up to sixth as things stand. But a win, they know, will take them into the playoffs regardless of other results. That's got to be their aim tonight, and it will be, surely. But Hitchin have done all right. They've got the goal through Gouveia in Mate, the second half. I could see us nicking it, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say too much more about it, yeah. but, I, you know, the way we're playing at the moment, we've definitely got our towels up. Yeah, and I think you've just got to work, keep it tight, keep it at one all, take the game deep, and then take your opportunities. We've got players in there who can do that. It's exactly. not been a game of many, many clear-cut chances, but when you've got people like Gouveia in there. Always in the game, and someone like Steve Corley potentially you could bring off the bench as well. That's uh, that's going to be the change, isn't it? We're going to bring Corley on mm. in the last maybe 10, 15, and just just uh, to be that presence up there as well. But he's almost more of a footballer than that, and that we give him credit for by, you know, by saying that he's a he's a target man. Technically, he's one of the best players in this side. Yeah, no, definitely. As we've uh, we've seen countless times this season. Big header away oh, now yeah. by Fanodge. A real physical presence. He finds Chateezer who can drive forward. Wide now into Elliot Putman, the man who got the equaliser from the penalty spot on Saturday. Good defending there by uh, Bell. And again, goal kick to the disgruntlement of a few in white and black. Kitchen won't mind. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo in the chat has asked if he can join our team. Yeah, you're looking, well, looking for a new club now, isn't he? Yeah, Goodness I don't feet. think we've got room for you, actually. No. No egos in this side, unfortunately. <laughs> There's plenty of them. 
Horlock will take the goal kick. Hitchin holding firm at one all. That Gouveia goal. 75 of you tuning in. I think it's probably been our second best numbers this season. Certainly for a, a home game, it's been our top one. Ball over now looking for Gouveia. Head away by Alex Dean. Back over the top now from Fanoj with a header. De Silva looking for Gouveia. Tries to turn from Dean, who's done well. Back into Eggleton. Looking to clear over the top. Georgiou again. Enjoying that battle of Chitiza over on Hitchens' left. That's a tough Mount battle. Gleason finding Georgie. Well, nicely worked in De Silva. Plays on over. Bit of a waste on his weaker foot, though. Mm. Hale will continue to sprint after it. He's not a man who's feeling the impact of two games in three days, that's for sure. I don't know where he gets his energy from. Neither do I. He must have a decent re you know, recovery sort of routine anyway, because... He's not struggled with injuries or anything at all since joining. I suppose nope. he is just so fresh and you're used to playing that football. That is the way to go sometimes. The more you play, you know, seeing someone like Cleason today, mm. you know, miss that one game on Saturday. He's looked a little bit out of form today. Well done again, Georgie. Winning that header is starting to get Theresa in his pocket. Oh, everyone's making names now. Cantona and Messi are tuning in. They love Andy Fanoj and they think Colville are massive. So, <laughs> <laughs> excellent stuff. <laughs> Free kick now for Hitchens. Still one all. 65 minutes played. The goal scorers Berridge in the seventh minute. Guvea in the 54 for nicely taken goal after good work by Bell and then Jack Sneelis. All luck with the free kick then. Over on the far side. We're just waiting for attendance figures to come in as well. We are keeping players back now on these free kicks, which is uh, mm. which is good to see. Ball up and over the top too far for Gouveia though. A bit frustrating yeah, yeah. for the Canaries and their supporters behind the terrace and the Fishponds Road end. I'm sure they will be in good spirits though. Nervously anticipating the climax of this encounter though at top field. The reverse fixture will be in uh, January at the MCSS Stadium. Saturday, January the 21st. A place where Hitchin have been defeated every time they've gone there. Sign looking to head away now. Well worked though, wide into Parkman again. He's got space. Bell not quite sure what to do. In terms of going over to engage him as the header comes in. It's put behind well by Lewis Barker. And behind for another corner for Colville. So Colville continuing to put a bit of pressure on now. Yeah, they are definitely turning the volume up a little bit yeah. after the Hitchin equaliser, but uh, Hitchin doing well, holding them so far. Here is that corner kick then. Everyone makes the move towards the near post. Goes to the back, ball headed down just mm. wide. Not far away at all. And it remains all square. Yeah, that's lovely. Just uh, headed it down into the ground. Just a little bit too much bounce on it. It's bounced itself over the crossbar. Charlie Orlock's very pleased with that. Colville. As is the case, you know, with cup runs like that, they have struggled for consistency in recent times. Their draw against yeah. Stratford followed a 3-1 win over Kings Langley after losing to Bedford and being held by Redditch. And they're still right in and amongst it for that playoff spot. They were, of course, runners-up in the playoff final last season, losing 2-0 away to Peter Sports after brushing Russell Olympic aside in the semi-finals. They were third in the table, just a point behind Sports. You can see why Mark Burke has tipped them to have another good season they'll be in there and amongst it at the end you can tell it's such a settled squad as well it's the same names every time you play them yeah pretty much Teal 
Looking for the big switch. Great He's picked ball. out the silver as well. Who's judged the ball well. Brought it down on his chest. Going up against the right back. Still the silver. Using Gouveia. Onto his right foot. Going for goal. Oh. It was flat and into the back of a goalville mound. A silver. Stays on side. Chips one in. Looking for Bell. Can't get there. He can. Headed in. Jack Steelers. No, it's offside. Oh. Someone in there was offside. I think maybe it was Bell when he got to that initial ball. Oh. We thought the Jack Steelers had done it. And put Hitchin 2-1 up. But the Colville fans and their players here can breathe a massive sigh of relief. But I think Bell, he must have been off. Yeah, uh, it, it's ca even come up on the uh, on the score yeah, here as well. Live score. Hitchin 2 on live score, yeah. Uh, but no cigar at the moment for Sneelis. Oh, what a moment that would have been. It was a really well-taken header as well. I think maybe what it was, the ball had gone behind when we thought the yeah, Bell yeah. had kept it on. We weren't sure was able to get it back across to Sneelis heading it home, but I think that must have gone off. So the Lino in the perfect position. It's and getting very tough now. Yeah, this game. we continue. But that will be a warning for Colville, won't it? Well, really, yeah. I mean, they, uh, they we're very good at that kind of thing. You see them close calls and, and real tight in the box. Hello, referee's blown up his whistle. He's going to go and have a word with Berkey. Attendance coming through. 293. Another good Monday night crowd for the Canaries. As uh, Paul Ince in the chat is having a laugh that we thought it was a goal. <laughs> we got some excellent comments. Drogba. Well, Ince is having a nightmare. Yeah. Where's, where's he? Reading, isn't he now? He's at Reading, yeah. yeah he's Neville and Scholes all tuning in. The class of 92. Rooney. John oh Cena's made it into the chat. <laughs> You're just a... Pele. <laughs> <laughs> we was here before Norwich City, by the way. Yes, just in were. case you uh, yeah. get us confused, just remember we're the longest standing... Longest standing Canaries, who not quite in the coal mine against Colville today. The ball played down the right by Fanoch. Sneelis, who fought he handball. had his goal there. Well there is a handball, looked de deliberate and maybe could be worthy of a yellow card. The referee's going to have further chat with his man. It looked deliberate from here it and I think it's yeah. probably going to merit a yellow anyway. Yeah, it is a yellow. We'll see who's picked it up. It's... Looks uh, like number eight. Uh, number eight. Uh, yeah, George Wilson. And Hitchin of the free kick inside of the Colville half. So still one all. 20 minutes left. Not to be there from Jack Sneelis as the Colville manager continues to berate someone. Either in the Hitchin dugout or the liner. I think there might be a bit of chat between the two. Parks is always front and centre of it. There is the yellow card then. Second one for Colville. Hitchin of a two as well. Yeah, from our card collectors. Yeah, <laughs> the usual suspects. <laughs> Uh, Joseph, of course, Sneelis, the former Russian man, is gutted. I thought my guy Sneels had his goal. Not quite. He got one in the defeat to Tamworth, pulling the goal back, which was really well taken. And he certainly deserves one, the way he's been playing. And Mate. unfortunately for you, Joseph, he's hit some form recently. Yeah, he certainly has hit some form. He's, he's got plenty of time to score. Simon with the ball up and over the top. Barker's a free man, can't quite get there. It's headed away. Gouveia now taking it down, gets on to the second ball. Back to Syme, looking to get the cross back in, That's floating it up, looking for Barker. Could it be a redemption song for him? No, there's a foul in there. And Bell couldn't quite mop it up on the edge of the box and the goal kick will uh, be taken. Entertainment this game though. It, uh, the first right. half I was a little unconvinced but this has been this has been good value again here at top field. Yeah, no, it's excellent. Yeah, go back again, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goalkeeper. Paul White going back and We'll take it, and the linesman says, no, the referee says, let's get on with it let's now. The Hitchin fans it, yeah. aren't happy. White stealing a few yards, and 
they go and score from this, there'll be riots, but it's headed, oh, it's not dealt with, they might just be through as well, it's yeah. taken down by Chambers. Onto the edge of the box still. Ashley Chambers goes one way. Brought no down chance. there by Georgiou. Oh, no. He just lost his footing. He tripped up Chambers. It may well have been accidental on this playing surface. It's another good free kick. Similar position to the one that Alvechurch scored from on Saturday. And Hitchin will be crossing their fingers now. Yeah, we're definitely uh, definitely in a good position here for Colville to... Uh, to put this one away, it's, uh, I, I think it's a little bit un unlucky, really, for, um, for was it Georgiou? Um, it just, just unlucky, really. Oh, like penalty. Penalty, uh, sorry, from Georgiou. Yeah, it's a penalty, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a free kick, but no, it was in the box. And now Colville have the chance to go 2-1 up. Come on, Charlie. Oh, dear. <laughs> Charlie Horlock, who saved one at Tamworth to keep Hitchin in the game. Can he do so again? Is it going to be Putman again? He scores it against Stratford to win it on Saturday. Can he do it two games in a row? Let's hope so. Here's Elliot Putman then. Stepping up. The ground goes deathly silent. <laughs> As a Colville man. A few steps. Left footed. The referee stepping back. Making sure all is in order. Can Horlock pull it? A bit of magic out of the hat once again. Here is Elliot Putman. Steps back, steps up and scores. Too much power on that for Charlie Horlock. And two games in a row, Putman from the penalty spot makes the difference for Colville. 2-1 now to the Ravens. Yeah, yeah you got to feel sorry for um, for Georgiou there. You know what I mean? We, we just had a chance disallowed at one end and uh, and they go down the other end. And, uh, and yeah, to be fair, it's, uh, he's had to turn, Georgiou. And, and as he's turned, he's, he's lost his foot in and, and the Colville man's gone over the top of him. Yeah. Uh, is it a penalty? Well, the ref gave it. So, yes, it is. And it's 2-1 Colville. Gutting for the Canaries. And the Colville fans will be very pleased. Jesus yeah, Jesus has commented saying hello I am from the heavens I shall cast a spell on you Hitchin for Colville to win <laughs> and in the next minute they've got a penalty and scored it well, divine Jesus, intervention it's, it's the real Jesus then listening in it must be going to give a shout out to my uh, lovely niece and her husband so Sonia and, uh, and Paul who are listening in thanks guys yeah cheers guys up to 87 listeners and well some star names in the chat by the looks of things yeah, so great players yeah so Putman gets another goal. It's fourth of the season, all coming in the league. <laughs> and another penalty for him. He's able to score them. Nothing Horlock could have done. He, he guessed no. right. Uh, but no luck. And White. Well, it'll be interesting to see how Colville approach the final 15 minutes. So they'll try and just see the game out or go in and kill it off. It's tough for Hitching now as Hay flicks it on. Hitching again to throw a few more bodies forward. Of course, we'll talk to Mark Burke straight after full time get his thoughts on whether that should have been a penalty it's one of those where it's hard for the ref not to give I think just the manner of Georgiou going in and you know the man going down there was clearly contact there and yeah oh dear. now it's given away Thank Bell you. nips in though gets there in front of his man he's fouled him it's Shaw he's on a yellow card as well Bell's not happy. Luke Shaw's been booked once. He's standing there with a little guilty look on his face. I don't know if the Hitching players know that he's already in the book. This could be it good. It could be trouble for Luke Shaw. We'll wait and see. All eyes on the referee now. I don't think he's going to send him off. I'd be surprised. Barker, who, of course, was on the other end of that on Saturday, might be demanding for it. But the referee's just going to send Shaw back to where he was before. Hitching had the free kick, though. Yeah. Inside midway inside the Colville half Gouveia will take it once again become the set piece specialist 
over the likes of Gleason or, or Kai Teal as well. Yeah, now he's superb, isn't he? Here's Guvea. So Shaw escapes further punishment. Guvea towards the back post. Nicely taken. Man's gone down in, in there. Barker in there too. Will come out to De Silva. Bringing the ball down. Going up against McGlinchey. Still De Silva. Needs to use it. Just took a little too long. Comes to Sneedless. Gets the early ball in. Flicked on. Tony oh, Symes has kicked it up and over the stand and behind. And that's gone a long way over the bar. Not the man you wanted to be on the end of that, unfortunately. To be fair, I thought it was LB, Lewis Barker, um, that it fell down to. Couldn't see the no, shirt number on the number back. Six. It was Sime, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a defender's effort, isn't it? Mm. Last goal for the club was in April 2018, away to Kings Langley. Of course, he's played for Harpenden <laughs> since then, but yeah, disappointment there for Toby Simon. It was a real opportunity in the end as well. Wasn't it? Well, I kind of said there'd be four goals in it, didn't I? So uh, still time for a Hitchin equaliser. James is listening in and said, so harsh on Hitchin. Tony Brown has said, up the town. At this point, I don't know who's real or who's not. So no. it confused us. But I've enjoyed it, all of these fans oh, listening in. They might be through for a third. This could kill the game off now. Oh, look out. It's going to be another penalty, no. is it? Barker sliding in. The referee says no. Matt. That could have been one, really. He must have got some of the ball. Now Sneelis can run forward. He's got Hay in the middle as well. Pandemonium now in the final 10 minutes or so. Teal Dinky went in towards the back post over the head of Sime, but De Silva mm. has sprinted down the left. He's kept the ball in play. Good Still work. over there with Hay on the far side. Colvill able to scoop the ball away. Chances at both ends now as Gleason finds Kai Teal. Mate, it's getting meaty out there, isn't it? Really has done, yeah. Entertaining second half. Syme spreading it to Bell. Time for him on the ball. Teal comes across as well. He's done well in that midfield. Finding Barker across to Syme. In a bit of everything from those two this evening. As is there from Stan Georgiou giving away that penalty a few moments ago. So Hitchin 1, Colville 2 at top field. Ball played through now and again. There's a lot of space for the sub Chateza to run into down the right-hand side. Instead, he just holds it up. He's got reinforcements. Hitchin aren't getting back quick enough. Played through by Chambers. Sliding tackle in the end is enough. And behind for a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> again, there's drama at top field everywhere you look at the moment. Excellent. Yeah, excellent drama. I say just unlucky that... Uh, that we just fallen behind there to, uh, yeah, a, a soft penalty. I'm going to call it a soft penalty. Call it bittersweet if you like, but uh, mm. that's how I saw it. It was more of a penalty than one LB just did. Yeah, no, I thought so. So I guess you you got to give one of them. Oops. This ball goes back to Charlie Horlock. Still time though. We said you know walking in here essentially we take a point as Hitchin fans. Yeah. Coming into this game, 13th in the table. I think the Alf Church game was certainly more winnable than this. Yeah, these considering are a good their side. recent circumstances and yeah, Colville will be up and around it this season that's for sure their fans will know that going away to Notts County Charlton Athletic in this cup run Barker now finding Gleeson Georgia wanted the ball over on the far side Syme Gleeson back to Syme across to Georgia on the left let's get it forward Itchin come on 10 minutes to go Itchin trail by 2 goals to 1 after that penalty Guvea knocking it forward for Gleeson lovely work Sneelis turns finds the Silver they're going to keep committing players forward the Silver the cross in Bell shoots first time into the back of the net Bradley Bell with the outside of his foot up and over the goalkeeper and Hitchin have an equaliser and it'll count this time. Absolutely banger from Brad Bell there. What can we say? Ring the bell, ring the bell. 
Ka-ching, it's a cash. (laughs) Brilliant from Bradley Bell, two all. What a finish, he kind of scuffed it really off the outside of his foot, but he knew exactly what he was doing. Perfect, over the top of the goalkeeper there. Paul White and uh, he, he was at full stretch for it but it just dipped under the crossbar beautifully like a like a ripened peach to all <laughs> Bradley Bell first goal for him this season what a strike it was if he had treated at the moment there's some brilliant goals here we are yeah we got um we got Lewis Barker down yeah Barker down at the moment some hitching players are going to go over and take the opportunity to get some drinks Bell's last goal, Marek for Hitchin, was in a cup defeat to Hemel in February 2020. This will be so much more important than that. Yeah, no, definitely. It's just one of the one of the fans was calling Brad over and saying something to him. I don't know if it's a fan or somebody in the director's kind of box down there just having a little word with him. Don't know what that was about. Hopefully he was just giving him a good old verbal pat on the back because that was an absolute banger. Yeah, lovely strike. It was just the outside of his foot, wasn't it? He wasn't trying to hit it too hard. He knew any kind of contact would take it spinning and swirling over the keeper. Excellent little little bit of stuff here from uh, from Lewis Barker as well. I don't know how uh, how injured he is, but uh, it's just taken the the pace now out of the game. But I really think that you know once we've scored, the incentive is with us, so we should just get on with it. You know, he's up, he's all right. Yeah, well, continuing with the bell theme, James is listening in, said ding-a-ling. Ding-a-ling, <laughs> so mate. As someone with a name I'm not reading out, I know what you're trying to do, has said, let's go Hitchin. Well, I can agree with that bit. <laughs> um, Gareth Bell, you commentators are brilliant. Come and play golf with me. That's some excellent messages in here. Yeah, some of them. Bit of fun. Mike Tyson, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he's <laughs> good fan to have on your side. Double sub now for Hitchin then. Let's go and win it. Who's Malachi coming Black coming on. And he'll replace Lewis Barker. His race is run. He's not going to get another red, but he may well get another suspension, picking up his fifth yellow card. Going to miss at least the next two games. Black comes on. And will slot into the left side of defence. And Hitchin may well just drop a little bit deeper now. D- yeah, you think so. But I've, I think this is a time for us to get to sort of press and win it. Sign back there, Horlock of his line. He'll take a little bit of time, will Charlie Horlock. We were just, that, it was such a crucial goal on that they were starting to really open us up as well at the back. So if yeah. anyone looked like scoring, it was the Ravens. Bell getting that one in. It's been a bit like that, though, this game, isn't it? You've got one team on the front foot, and then against the runner play, the other one goes and scores. Guvea now coming forward. Can he create something? Laying it off a Teal. Bell to his right. Oh, Teal. Was it deflected? They I don't think so in the end. It looked like it could have been behind for a goal kick. This is still there. Either side could pick up all three points today. It's been some game. That, that's the fourth goal that I was talking about. But, uh, hey, I'd love to be wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What a game this is once again at Topfield. We're seeing goals. Ethan Lee's listening in, said, come on, Colville, don't give up, lads. Absolutely. Chat's going mad. Paul White's going to take the goal kick. Another sub for the Ravens then here at Topfield. Hitchin two, Colville two. Be the first ever draw between the two teams. Yeah. But I feel I think there's more left in this, to be fair. As, I think um, you're right. Wilson, who, like Barker, was on a yellow card. He comes off uh, and will be replaced, I think, by Hervé Pepe Ungoma, uh, who made his second debut for the club, coming on for the second half against Barwell. Had a short spell with Colville last season. 
Interesting that no call is on here for, to, to no. come and win it for Holding us. Holding him back, there aren't you go. they? Is That's where he needs to be. Flick through. Sneeder's trying to run through, though. He's got some pace about him, too. White now clearing up and over the top, and the crowd starting to get on his back, too. Now headed away by George, who's gone back onto his natural right side of that back three. Now signed with defending to do. Up against Chateza. Cuts in onto his right foot, trying to slip the ball across. Cleared by De Silva. Up and brought down by... Pepe Ngoma, former Barwell man, he had a great game against Hitchin for Barwell on the opening day of the season and what was a 2-1 defeat there? Guvea, back into the midfield, turning, slipping it into Bell, low ball mm. along the deck, won back by Colville on the right-hand side, played through, taken down by Ashley Chambers, across now, Chambers fancied a free kick, the ref says advantage, Putman, who got the goal from the penalty, goes past Georgiou, stands firm though, back to Pepe Ngoma, Stands firm. Stepping across you. into the midfield. Still Pepe and uh, Gomez brushes off Kai Till. It's got no one really in support. And then it's tackled well by De Silva and played through. Looking for Ashley Hay. Cut out well by Jake Eggleton. It'll go behind for a, a Hitchin throw in. Now Toby Symes gone down, which is not what Hitchin wants to see. Not really, unless it's just uh, Toby Symes playing mm. for time. How about that? Yeah, potentially. Dylan Mayo, come on, Colville, we can still uh, win this. Bob Robinson, great response. James Lee rooting for Colville in these last five minutes. I'm so conscious <laughs> one of these could be a prank name, so we're going over them with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah, no, you got to. There was a, there was a slippery one in there, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> we know We see all. you. <laughs> Only left school, uh, you know, before the summer. We've been there and done that. This ball... Is behind at the moment. Stoppage here. Let's, let's get your man of the match, Marek, if you're ready and waiting to do that. We've got four minutes to go and, uh, and plus added time, so it's a good chance to do it. Listen, there could there could be a few. Bradley Bell's had an absolutely great game. Um, also, um, to be fair, Gouveia's had a good one as well. But the, my man of the match today is the man in the sticks, Charlie Horlock. He's been absolutely perfect today. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. And Dave, the coach driver, likes it as well. A couple of the guys in front of us like it, so you've done well, Marek. Let's hope the, uh, let's hope the real <laughs> sponsors uh, agree with yeah. us because, of course, the HTFC carries no bottle of champagne, but the, uh, the sponsor <laughs> one does. Yeah, we don't have the budget for that. No, not yet. But so we are looking for sponsors. Yes, we are. <laughs> More on that in the new year. Yeah, Syme trudges off. But I think he's going to be okay to continue, of course, uh, a few days now before we go to Royston and up the A505 on Saturday. 1.30 kickoff. Tune in from quarter past one on HTFC Radio. Uh, live coverage of that one. The throw-in's taken down the left-hand side. Flicked on and then headed well away. Just over Teal's head now. Three minutes to go plus added time. Plenty left oh. as Gleeson this time goes down. Uh, up against Ashley Chambers. Wins the free kick. And he'll be back on his feet. Sooner rather than later, Steve Gleeson, the last push uh, in yeah. this game. Uh, Lars, the Tamworth fan, said Tamworth had a Charlie's rough gone few down. weeks. See how Horlock's <laughs> gone down. That's, oh, it's the 80-something 80 80 mm. minute, isn't it? Yeah, thanks for listening, Lars, the Tamworth fan. So these Monday games are good. We can have people from other clubs tuning in too, of course. And Horlock now taking his time. And that doesn't necessarily mean we're going all out for the two all. It's just let's rest, let's get back together, yeah, yeah, get yeah. the troops back in, and we go again for you know for added time at this point. Horlock down there at the moment. Anyone who watches re Hitchin regularly knows what's going on here. But as things stand, the two all draw. Here we go. Hitchin will move up a point. Here comes Cooley. Going to 12. Here is Steve Cooley then. 
He's going to come on for Toby Sign. Well, Bob asked for it at half time. That's he looked into his crystal then, ball. I said, no way, but obviously yeah. he has the power. He does. Calling him for Syme and an attacking change. I wonder if Gleason will just drop back in potentially. Oh, it's uh, Cody Josh Coldicott Stevens coming on. Yeah, um, sorry. Ah, oh, poor Bob. So Josh Coldicott Stevens on then, and that is a defensive player. Yeah, yeah, he's settled for the two. He'll sit into defence. So the defence has changed. It's now Malachi Black, Coldicott Stevens, and Georgiou. It started as Georgiou, Simon, then Barker. Here's the sponsors man of the match. They have gone with um, number one, Charlie Hall. There but we've done it again. Two in a row. We're, we're matching up. Yeah. And he certainly deserved it. He's ready to say he's kept hitching the game. As you say, yeah. Bradley Bell, another contender. Absolutely. Guvea doing what he does again. We're almost just used to it now. This ball's over the top. Headed down. Teal underneath it as well. Great headed by Hay. Is there one last twist here at top field? It's still hitching to Colville 2. Hitching for that they could have been in real trouble when Putman put Colville 2 and up from the penalty spot. A moment of genius from Bell, though. Has put them back into the game as Till tries oh, to slip lucky. one through for Hay. I like the idea, but he's overhit it. Yeah. No, that lovely idea, but like you say, it's just sort of skimmed off of this wet surface and just gone a bit too far in front of Hay, who was another contender for man of the match, by the way. I have to say that. I think he's been excellent today. Ball up over the top again. Horlock has to come out. Chambers gets there. Goes oh, to no. the overhead kick, and it's just over the bar. Now, that would have been incredible. Yeah, he'd, he'd have got a cigar for that one. What I mean is... 15 for the season as Barwell go 3-1 up. He had to flick it up, set it up for himself as well. <laughs> Ethan said this game has been amazing. Great point for us if we can hold on here. Well, I don't yeah. know who us is. I may, I imagine Hitchin potentially as the number five minutes. Five, four, four. four. That that will do me. <laughs> I can't have seven again like Saturday. Yeah, I think I think maybe both teams now are thinking. Yeah, we'll take a point home. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, to be fair to Culver, it's a good point for them as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a first draw, night. first draw for them away this <gasps> season. It'd be a fifth at home for the Canaries, which is already two more than they had the whole of last season. Oh. They've slowed things down at times at top four. We've seen a few board draws here, but this has certainly not been one of those. Nah, this ain't a board draw. Far from it. Into added on time then for Colville. Who've been 1-0 up and then 2-1 up, but pegged back both times. Well, excellent goals by Guvea and then Bradley Bell. As Hitchin win a free kick now. They can send a few players forward. Adam Stevens is not happy over nasty. there. And a few players all just square up to each other. Tempers boiling over. I haven't seen this in a while, to be fair. None eating it was a little bit messy at times. I don't mind this, to be honest. It shows passion, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, of course, <laughs> whenever it's near the dugouts, it's always more likely to inflate a little bit more. Cordycott Stevens is in. There's Chambers, who's having a lot of words. We're still Ooh, going, still though. Kicking off. Players moving one way and the other. And now Charlie Horlock is going to come up and sort it out. And a couple of the coaches are on the pitch from Colville, as all of the players have got words to say. It was just a, a little free kick in there. Hitching, well, who knows? It's over on the far side to us anyway, but it would be a shame to what's been a really good game as Peter Else just steps away with his camera. He's going to make sure he gets an accurate account of everything that has gone over there. Now yeah. we're going to have no idea who the referee's booked or talked to because it's over on that far side. Everyone's in a crowd, but the refs he's talking to uh, Elliot Putman. I know Sneedless has got the ball, and that's, that's important for yeah. me. <laughs> At the end of this, Hitchin will have a free kick with two minutes of added time to go and that 
could be vital, getting everyone up there in the box. There'll be a couple more minutes added on for all this handbag stuff. Andrea said, love the atmosphere go. today. Go on, Hitchin. Is that yellow for Putman? That's a yellow card for one of our boys. I think it's Sneelis that's picked Sneelis, that up. Sneelis, you reckon? Possibly. Put it down as a, a yellow potential when I put it into my ultimate stat spreadsheet later on. Why not? Let's push players forward we'll now, see. Hitchin. Guvea was going to take. It's over on the left-hand side by the touchline. Yeah, we need players forward. You can't just have two players forward. Is there forward. time? Could they get back-to-back -back wins here at top field in a, a number of days? Guvea to take then. Steadies himself in towards the back post. It's deep. Hayes there. Headed back across by a Colville man. Has to be cleared away by Alex Dean. And they're able to get it up towards the halfway line. Bell wins it back though. As does Malachi Black. Chipping one through. And then back up and over the top. Nodded down. Gleason in there. Referee's given a free kick. Oh, what for? With... Uh, Chateeza going down, frustration for the Canaries into the final minute of a, an action-packed affair once again at top field. Yeah, no, it's been absolutely brilliant. And now it's Colville will have the free kick taken by their goalkeeper White on the halfway line across to Putman. Still time in towards the back post. Header comes in. Horlock will save it all day and every day. And he cl oh. climbs onto the ball. Hitching man then goes flying over him. He might well have just been pushed actually in yeah, there. It was, yeah. And it's still Chambers who needs to be sent to the naughty step at this point. He He's does. causing all of the problems now. And I'm sure the Hitching man is not hurt as, as much as they're making it out to be. But they okay. were just shoved over Charlie Horlock in the end. Yeah, he was, yeah. And again, this game is not going to end for a little while. He's going to get a naughty card, isn't he, Chapman, I think? Yeah, it's Malachi Black who's just sitting up, looking rather relaxed. Hitchin will have a, a goal kick anyway at the end of this. We've played the four minutes of added on time. It looks like we're going to settle for a point. Hitchin will continue this little bit of momentum that they've found. Four points in two home games against two good sides who've had good FA Cup runs. Is certainly a good few days as there is that yellow card for uh, Chambers finally. Horlock <laughs> will get us back underway. Cody Cotsim is over there having a chat as is Stan Georgie. I think maybe one of them might get booked. Gleason potentially. No, the ref puts the card back I in his pocket. No, can't <laughs> be having that again. Here is Horlock then to take the free kick, taking his time. The referee just sending him back. I, I think that will be that though for this game. Uh, yeah, excellent Southern League encounter once again. No, it has. It's been a superb game at top field again. Here is Horlock. Eyes on the ref. And that is full time. Yeah. The points are shared here in Hertfordshire. Hitching 2, Colville 2. I think Hitching will be the more satisfied of the two sides. It's a decent point on the road from Colville, but they let their lead slip twice. Yeah, they did let the lead slip twice. And uh, I've, I've, I don't know whether it's a matter of uh, whether they let the lead slip or Hitching just sort of muscled together and, uh, and, and took the ball to them. I'd like to have seen probably a little bit more of that. Um, but yeah, a point against these boys is, is a very good point indeed. This time it was Colville who took the lead. A nicely taken finish by Berridge as Hitchin's defence were carved open on a couple of occasions in the first half. They had to wait until 10 minutes into the second to equalise. A nice ball in from Bradley Bell who had a really good game again on the right-hand side. There's Played the still ball lots through. of arguing going on. Yeah, there is. Chain happy at all. Still chat between the two teams. 
Um, yeah, it was Gouveia who scored that equaliser. Georgie then a foul. It will be debated for a, a few more hours, I reckon, that one on Elliot Parkman, who dispatched the pen past Charlie Horlock. But then seven minutes later, a moment of genius. Bradley Bell picking the ball up just inside the box, I think, and chipping it over the keeper on the outside of his right foot. And in the end, that's the goal uh, that means it's hitching to Colville 2 at full time. Well, hopefully we get another game like this at Garden Walk on Saturday. Well, let's hope so. I think we can turn Royston over, though, to be fair. Um, yeah, I mean, we... we we seem to be playing a lot more attractive mm. football nowadays, you know, uh, and it's paying us dividends because, you know, how many times have we, we seen itching fall to pieces, you know, when mm. they go a goal down, then go down again, um, you know, but uh, but now fair play to them, you know, yeah. they really are playing well. More bad news for Colville as well. Russell Olympic have won it in the last minute, so they leapfrog the Ravens. Now, well, that's full time itching to uh, Colville too. Uh, we all enjoy that goal from Bradley Bell. We'll leave you the words of Ethan and Freya in the chat. Let's go hitch him what a result we take the point 